Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where normally we really don't want it, but in this case, we do want to. This is a very special edition. Thank you for joining us today. I am Scott, and joining me for a nice 11Zs, getting getting some food, some good food in here, is Zachary and Mallory. How are you doing? Hey, is it just Mal or Mallory? Hey. You can call me Mal. Mal okay. Fine. Cool. Mal, how are you both doing today? Doing fucking solid, man. Yeah, very good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. This is going to be fun. So, Mal, this is your first time on the show. Yeah. Uh, You listen. You do listen to the Harry Potter show, right? I do, and I definitely listened to the One Piece. To the One Piece one? Awesome. Hell yeah. Episodes as well. Gotcha. Well, she's obligated because Mal is is a good... Uh, good friend, IRL, good friend. <laughs> Not uh, just a fan. They didn't bring me on for like a Make a Wish episode. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a Make a Wish episode that we brought that weirdo on for. <laughs> Jake. I wonder if Jake's gonna listen to it. Jake likes Lord of the Rings. Sure, yeah. Jake yeah. better listen to it. That Jake better fucking listen to this. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're we're flipping we're flipping the script a little bit here today. We've got a special episode and. Uh, Scott and I are getting to talk about something that we both want to, uh-huh. and we are forcing our friend Mal here uh, to go through something that she has somehow eluded for all of her life. Uh, I'm very confused and concerned about this. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be going through the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the theatrical editions. Uh, because this is yes. Mal's first time ever watching them, so we didn't want to overwhelm her with the uh, with the extended edition. Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna be jumping through this here now. Mal, how how the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> help us understand here. I mean, how the fuck did you escape Lord of the Rings? What happened there? Uh, mostly, you know, I don't want to take any personal responsibility for me not Mm. watching the Lord of the Rings, so I'm definitely going to place blame on other people. Okay. Definitely. Um, (laughs) Good call. Good call. Uh, I uh, I just, I, you know, I played a lot of sports and I was involved with a lot of different things. And so, um, media consumption was not on my list of priorities. You were a cool kid. I, I wouldn't say cool. I definitely am still a nerd. I just was a busy child. So you were cooler than us, though. <laughs> you were That's what Harry, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I just don't compute the fact that you were a Harry Potter fan, but we're like, nah, I'm going to skip Lord of the Rings. Well, that I'm, just baffles me. <laughs> I'm about to lose some of my street cred, too, because I just recently started reading the books with Scott. Oh, oh okay. okay, right on. I grew okay, up watching the, yeah. the films only. Okay, okay, uh, fair enough. So it's it's a wonder that I'm still a Harry Potter fan. That is yeah. a wonder. Only yeah. watching the movies. Um, but Cause yeah. Because they Because, you know, reading through the books, they are they are. They're bad. not good, yeah. <laughs> Gives they you a new bad. appreciation for them, yeah. 
yeah, that's it's so surprising to me. Like our friend Jeff has only ever seen the movies, but he considers himself like you a mean big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I mean Jeb. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like that that freaking weirdo. How can you be a Harry Potter fan and have only watched those mostly terrible movies? Right. Yeah. But you know, but, not to offend anyone, but they're they're not great. They're, they're not great. yeah, they're they're not good. Well, it's just I mean they're if you've never read the books, then they're fine. If you sure. want like something magical, but like. You know, like what? Are, what are we doing here? Yeah, you know? come on, Jeb. What are we doing? What are we <laughs> but, doing, Jeb? You know, that's that. That's somebody else. That's a completely different series. Uh, you, you, for the most part, I mean, you're into fantasy, right? I mean, you like like Game of Thrones and stuff. Yeah, I I watched Game of Thrones late. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Zach and his wife Amanda both got me into Game of Thrones. My wife, <laughs> his God wife, damn it. and um. <laughs> Thought we had dead and buried that joke. Um, never. It'll never die. <laughs> It'll never leave us. <laughs> but um, yeah, they got me into Game of Thrones. It was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I've watched Star Wars um, growing up. I've seen. Um, that's pretty, actually pretty much it. Besides okay. Harry Potter, yeah. So like, so like the so you have like two of the big three. Yeah. yeah, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Those are the big no. three, definitely. Yeah. Well, no, Star Wars is in there. Sure. So it's the big four. Okay. Well, if we're talking movies here, two of the big three, because you've got Harry Potter, Star Wars. Yeah. Out of out of Lord of the you know, and Lord of the Rings would c- complete the trifecta, but Game yeah, of Thrones definitely. has come on the scene because of TV recently. Correct. And I am two movies short of completing the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Of for sure. Right, oh, right. Okay, I was like, wait, what haven't you seen? But She's obviously, wa- we're talking about this <laughs> we're fucking talking series. We're talking about the first movie, dumb <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, oh uh, t- today is going to look like this. Uh, Mal is going to share her experience, walk us through her experience watching Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, for the first time. We're going to take it in some chunks, uh, you know, like... Chappy uh, Chunk chappy chunk and <laughs> and yeah i mean we're we may have to you know explain some things you know she's gonna let us know what she likes what she didn't like if she's excited about it uh and basically i mean basically what we do on our other show just yeah. you know we get to pick on mal <laughs> instead of you know me picking on scott or vice versa so um i mean that being said why don't we why don't we just? Why don't I mean? Why don't we jump in? Uh, yeah. I, I know you know the movie starts off strong <laughs> and it sets up uh, kind of the world and the lore, right? So you have that nice like opening kind of like cutscene where they give you some history. Uh, like walk us through that. I mean, what what were your initial thoughts? Were you like, what am I getting myself into, or you know, how did that go? Um, so yeah, we we start off and I hear this nice like soothing storytelling voice and mm. she's setting up a lot of lore for us and she starts off with talking about uh, the forging of these rings. So uh, we got three for the elves, seven for the dwarves, nine for the men, and then one. And here are my notes: one for King Douche to control <laughs> all the others. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. King Douche. <laughs> that, that is a that a is good his canonical name. Yeah. Yes. Um. He is referred to as King Douche for yeah. the remainder of the film, and then um. You know, obviously these rings are imbibed with um. 
what I'm assuming is just evil intent and like evil, like controlling will. And obviously uh, you give those to people who are not um, inherently evil. They will turn evil. So we go into wartime and um, they're fighting for the sake of um, life as we know it, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I think it's just, I think it's just greed, right? It's just, I mean, Scott knows a little bit more about the lore, book lore than, you know, than, than I do, but oh, I do. I, I think it's 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 really just more like. It, I mean, I think it's just greed, right? I mean, they, uh, it just a makes a power component hungry. of it is greed. Yeah, like uh, men. You know, the the big line they say at the top is like, and nine to the men who above all else desire power. So basically, it's giving them a small taste of power, and then what do they want after that? More and more power. Uh, the dwarves are also usually portrayed as like you know greedy miners you know um yeah the elves are kind of the you snooty know asses yeah the snooty asses supposedly <laughs> like you know they're they're the good beans they're like above it all but i mean we see several times that the elves are not above like trying to gain more power as well for themselves so yeah greed is definitely a big component of it i feel like for sure well, then, you know, chaos ensues and there's a war and um, the storyteller, tell- the narrator, um, says that that it seems like the war is being won and then we see Sauron come mm-hmm. out. and just, King douche. Yes, King douche. Just start destroying people left and right and um, crushes uh, the king, I su- I'm assuming, is like... Yeah. The, the guy who's in the charge. The king of men, yeah. Okay. So the king of men. King and of then, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then his son, Isildur. Is that, am I saying that right? Isildur. Yep. Nailed it. Isildur. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, goes to, you know, um, check on his father and uh, try to defend himself, but his sword is crushed. And then somehow gets his little shard and just chops that motherfucker's hands right off. Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, naturally, uh, Isildur is a dumb ass and does not <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a man. Destroy yes. Go on. the ring. We um, get uh, great stuff from the goddamn baller <laughs> Hugo Weaving here. I fucking love that dude, dude so much. Dude, didn't we used to call Valoria. We do Hugo call Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, yeah. Why? So... I can't remember the reason for it. I have no clue. There was a connection, but I don't remember. <sighs> Dude. Very nice. Oh, now I know what it is. Yeah, I, I remember the connection now. Oh, he I, remembered it. Oh, yeah. It was. The uh, I called. She was Valoria, so I called her V, and then that changed into V for Vendetta, and then it came Hugo Weaving. That's, Hugo Weaving. That right. was the. Right. That was the connection. You know, I think I think Valoria listens to the show. Oh hell yeah, Valoria! I think she does. I mean, she. I know. Not that anymore she, after that fucking belch. Yeah, nah, I know yeah, that, yeah, that was gross. You're uh, you say person. belch? Well, what you did was a belch. That was not a burp. What do you? Want oh, there's her to a say? difference. Yes, Scott. Do you say belch? Sometimes. Because what he just Sometimes. did was a belch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Wait, wait, isn't that uh like Lana, do you eat ass? 
Have you seen that video? No, what? she says, no. do you pee your pants? Oh. You are so stupid. <laughs> do you? No, I let yeah, you jump straight to eating ass. No, 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 no. Just Zachy eating ass over here. <laughs> the worst part is the the girl in the video that he's talking about is like six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. People, people have like dubbed over it so that it, they ask different questions. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Holy Nass over here. All right. Anyway. He's um, a millennial, guys. H- Hugo Weaving. Uh, Hugo Weaving is a yeah. baller. So this is this is a bitchin' ass, like, I mean, intro thing. Like, this, I, I think it's really efficient. And yeah. I feel like sometimes when movies try and do, like, a narration of, like, the lore or the history right leading up to it can be kind of corny and cheesy yes. i think this is so well done i do also i agree with that i think it is pretty well done and i don't i i, I like that it's not drawn out it doesn't feel like it drags it doesn't no, feel like right. there's like it's loose snappy. ends it just gets straight to the point sets up the story and then we go sure yeah. right it's very efficient yeah it's very snappy it moves quick it's paced well the music is excellent we'll be saying that a lot uh, yeah. Who got, directed the score? Uh, it's uh, composed the score, direct the score. Shit. It's Hugo oh, Weaving. I, sh- I should have <laughs> looked this up before we started. I'm sorry. You should know that. I should know this. It's failing me right now. The name. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up before. So, you. so anyway, uh, so we get this cool setup. I mean, like, you're generally pretty into fantasy it seems like like right off the bat were you like hey this is something i'm gonna be into or were you kind of like um i'm gonna reserve judgment um i was like okay well um because there's a little bit extra that we get that i didn't really get to just uh just how how exactly it gets to where we're going to start off our story right right. howard Um, shore of course sorry howard fucking shore (laughs) howard shore's score is incredible Sorry, go ahead, Mal. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, so yeah, we basically, um, Isildur gets murdered uh, for the ring, and Gollum finds it, and then it leaves Gollum somehow and mm-hmm. finds Bilbo, and then that's where we start off in the sh- in the Shire after this. Um, so mostly, I was just like, okay, cool. Um, like how we got to where we're going. I'm assuming that the whole, you know. Bilbo eventually getting the ring is part of the ho- the Hobbit, right? Right. Yes. yes. Correct. Yes, it is part of the Hobbit. Okay. Um, mostly, I was just like, okay, cool, sounds good. Um, you know, I'm ready to see where where we go from here. Um, and yeah. Cool. Right on. Fuck yeah. Okay. Start right off. So, so we start at the Shire. Yes. With our fucking well, not my guy because it's yeah. fuck Frodo. I hate you. Frodo. Hate like, him. let me just set this up now for the re- for the remainder of <laughs> so the, the rest of these episodes. I fucking hate Frodo, which is odd because I actually <laughs> really do like Elijah Wood. I think Green yeah, Street Hooligans so is is fucking amazing, and I love him simply because of that role. Um, but I hate Frodo, so let me just get that out there now. That's so weird. That's so weird to me. <laughs> he, you defend Harry Potter and you hate Frodo. I look, man. Look, here's the thing is, like, Frodo doesn't really have anything that's, like, uh, he's not carrying baggage when we meet him in the story. Like, he's had a nice just life baggins. in the shower. <laughs> yeah, In the shower? Baggins. He's had a nice life in the shower? <laughs> Did you hear Mal? 
No, what'd you say? I said he's not carrying baggage, and she said, no, uh, just baggins. That's pretty good. That's good. Uh, you're you're not wrong. He's kind of a he's just not, he's a he's little just a empty. nice guy. He's just he's just has like this. Yeah, he's just kind of a a nice guy that has this kind of resistance to the power of the ring and its corruption. Except he. Well, I didn't say he was doesn't. immune to it. I said he has a resistance to it. Uh but you're not wrong. His characterization is not incredible, especially compared to some of the other characters. Right. I uh, mean, look, dude. They, I feel like this is this is any. And sorry, sorry, Mal. Hopefully, we're not like curbing your. No, you're good. Your like thoughts on this stuff, but like, I feel like a lot of stories have this problem, right? Like the the yeah, person that yeah. is the quote unquote main person usually kind of is below average. I would agree with that, but I also feel like I. F- I want to give like writers and directors the benefit of the doubt because I feel like they're trying to make them relatable. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes, I mean, they are shitty. They have shitty moments, but overall we're supposed to root for them. Fair enough. And, uh, okay, fair. I want to say, I I mean, I don't want to say that I'm immune to Frodo's <laughs> bullshit in this fucking film, but... Just, I like to get the benefit of the doubt. I like to see all sides. You well, know? you're a better person than I am. I mean, True. yes. Yeah, that's that's not a high bar though. Anyway, all right. So we so we start the Fuck movie up. in the shower in, in the shower in the shower in the fucking shower. That? I didn't say it the first time, but you put it in my head. No, you definitely said no, it the first time. No, I didn't. Anyway, yeah. we start the movie in the Shire yes. after our shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kiss Scott in the mouth. On the oh mouth, boy. in the shower. Jesus. In, in the, the mouth. mouth. In the mouth, on the shower. God. <laughs> Damn. Right. Um, Podcast after dark. Part, podcast. Our podcast is always podcast after dark. Podcast after dark. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, nice shift, right? I mean, it goes from fucking bullshit in the, uh, you know, like, swords and battle and everything is awful and then we kick it off in the shire and things are nice yeah and we we get introduced to our main characters so yes uh, walk us through the shire uh up until kind of like they set off on their journey all right <clears throat> so we open up to elijah wood and he's kind of chilling out in a field by himself and then um we have our uh wizard guy uh rolling on up in a Hell yeah. in a wagon and uh rock me mama like a wagon <laughs> wheel and good old Elijah Wood uh charges up our guy for being late um and uh, I wrote down here I am getting some very uh queen clarice from the princess diaries where she's like a queen is never late. Everyone oh, yes. else is simply yeah. early. Yes, that's because Gandalf makes. Have a, you never a seen comment. the Princess Diaries? I don't think I've ever seen the Princess Diaries. Oh, that's okay. It's not the Princess Bride. I don't care. If it's not the Princess Bride, I don't care about it. <laughs> I don't think it's okay. I think that this is a must well, see. You know what, Zach? I don't think it's okay that you've never seen the Princess Bride, despite me trying to get you to I see it seen for the years. Bride. Is it pretty rad? I liked it, yeah. I thought it was It's good. only the greatest movie of all time. Only. That's not true. It is. I of, legitimately think it's films. true. I legitimately think it's 
top three greatest movies of all time. You're it's, absolutely absurd. I'm not even. I'm not even like. It's good. Give we it don't have to make this a whole big thing. Good? It's so good. No. No. Okay. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Watch The Princess Bride. Uh, yeah, no, I've never seen out. The Princess Diaries. Well, there's there's a line where um, Julie Andrews, who plays the queen, she's like, uh-huh. um, they're like, oh, you're late. And she's like, oh, a queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. Oh, but- she f- just straight up <laughs> stole that from Gandalf yeah. 100%. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, that, I think that came in out. In conclusion, <laughs> Gandalf is... Queen Clarice. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, Gandalf uh, seems like a nice guy, chatting up Frodo, telling him all about life outside of the Shire, and Frodo mentions that it is Bilbo's birthday. Mm-hmm. Old dildo. <laughs> Old dildo Baggins. Um, party seems <laughs> like it's going to be a rager. Gandalf has uh, brought... Some fireworks. These and... fireworks are badass. <laughs> yeah. And I said here in my notes, Gandalf is the ludicrous of the Shire. The ludicrous. Because <laughs> uh, ludicrous is like, um, like punchline is like disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, guys. These are deep cuts. Buddha. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, there's just a chunky hobbit that can't enjoy the fireworks because his uh, lady is um, being a, a big bitch. A chunky hobbit. <laughs> is this the, the old guy? It is. Yeah, yeah, and old. he's like, he's actually excited. Yeah, he's, he's like, like super pumped for the, the party. And then he's his, cracking up. His lady is behind him like, I hate fireworks and fun. And then he's like, yeah. ugh, this bitch. Yeah, yeah that's, that's annoying. Good times. Um, so then uh, we meet Bilbo. Uh, Gandalf goes to um, greet his old friend, and um, we find out that he is turning 111. Um, 111 to the bir- 11th birthday. <laughs> 111 to the birthday. <laughs> Dude, he, he, like, he does that fuck shit, it right? up. Oh, and he I'm like, slurs Damn. the shit out he of it. Is... 111th birthday. <laughs> He's turned. I love it. He's <laughs> pouring uh, him up for his birthday. He's feeling pretty glonky. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, it's your it's your 111th birthday. You got a little 111th birthday. He's smoking that finest weed. Yes, he's got like Crossed so much up. beer. They- Hell yeah. <laughs> Crossed up like Iverson, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh they definitely smoke weed, right? They did. They oh, yeah. do, and they, they and I like Mary confirmed it for sure. Well, oh, Gandalf they, does. Gandalf too. Oh, and yeah. there's um, even reference to when later in the movie, not to jump ahead, but Saruman I was tells just about Gandalf. To he says, "Your love of the halfling's leaf has clouded your vision." <laughs> yes. He's like, yes. "Dude, you're getting high too much, bro. <laughs> you couldn't see this coming. You couldn't see the ring right under your nose because you're constantly getting high, my dude." <laughs> and Gandalf even like sheepishly like grins yeah. like he's like, yeah. <laughs> he Fucking. like just kind of deflects. He's like, yeah. but "Anyway, we still got time, right?" <laughs> It's All the right. best. But uh, so this brought up to me uh, something that came up in the intro. I wrote down here he has what I what I would assume is an unnaturally long life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, Bilbo? Yes. Is it 
normal for hobbits to be not that this old. old. There's definitely an aspect of the ring's power yeah. adding to this because remember Gandalf looks at him and is like, "You haven't aged a day." Yeah, and yeah. like Gandalf has not seen him for years. And then, so. and then when we like sixty years, right? When we finally, it's been a long right, time. Yeah. yeah, something like that. When we finally, again, not to jump ahead, but when we finally see Bilbo later, post ring, right? Yeah, he looks old he as looks, shit, and it's yeah. because yeah. he doesn't have the ring. Super old, correct? Yeah. Okay, so then I said, you know, Bilbo mentions that he's writing a book and that he wants to leave to finish the writing process and that he doesn't want to return. And he keeps touching something in his pocket, which we find out is the ring. Um, and uh, he does. He says, again, they, that he doesn't want to return from the trip and... I said here, damn, are they chiefing? And chiefing? Chiefing, like smoking weed. Oh. Oh, gotcha. We're not as experienced as you are with this, Mallory. <laughs> Mallory. Chiefing? Is a, that a thing? A, yeah. That's a thing, apparently, dude. Uh, like, apparently. Our yeah. listeners are going to be like, what the fuck are these nerds, <laughs> man? They don't know shit. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, turns out yes, they are. They are um, smoking the devil's lettuce, if you will. Mm-hmm. Hell um, so, so then, that sticky icky, <laughs> that jazz cabbage. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we move on, and uh, we are now at Bilbo's party, and this party is popping off. Hell people yeah. are dancing, people are drinking, and we meet Sam. Um, Hell yes. And uh, Frodo seems like a lively guy. He's out there dancing, and he encourages his good friend Sam to go what a good dude. dance with his the little lady that's making eyes at him. His crush, yeah. And um, he's got a he's got a case of Harry's little wee wee. He's like, <laughs> you know what? I and, and you know what? I respect it, and I I relate to Sam. Like, hey, give me a couple more beers. I'll go out there. I'll dance this bitch up. But Frodo's like, fuck no, get your ass. Get yeah. your ass out there, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Gandalf, and Gandalf is also crossed up um, <laughs> and is just shooting. He's just cackling. Yeah, he's just, just like setting off fireworks while cackling. About yes, it. just having the best time of his life. And then we have two dipshits, which we find out are Merry and Pippin. Hell yeah. Uh, they steal a gigantic firework and decide that it would be a great idea to light it dude in a fucking tent. inside of a tent brilliant strategy yeah. turns into a dragon and almost kills everyone Hell but it's pretty great um it does uh turn out to be a pretty grand spectacle and everything works out but <laughs> gandalf does <laughs> get on their ass and pulls their ears off yeah. their heads which yeah. is yo, good I, I yo Gandalf's it. fireworks are lit they are they yeah. are was so that cool that was a pun yeah <laughs> you're the did worst did you get it I am the worst <laughs> I would never stop. say stop Zach you have to stop that you are disgusting <laughs> you are a disgusting human being <laughs> calling you a human being is being too cruel human, to other human beings human being. <laughs> You are human a human beanie? being. I am a human being. <laughs> a free hole. 
true. Oh my god, you do have free holes, you dirty bitch. You, all your holes are free. Let's be real here. Uh, Ignorance. Free slip. parking, so, baby. So Mary and Pippin. All right, so we've got we've got half of our fucking cast. Yeah. In one spot Ew. right off the bat, yeah. right? I mean right in the in the beginning of the movie. Yes. Initial thoughts? You liking them? You not liking them? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh <laughs> I'll start with Bilbo. Um, Bilbo seems sketchy to me. Mm. He's just giving me a bad vibe. Not necessarily that I don't like him, just something seems off with him. Mm -hmm. Gandalf I like a lot. He seems like a cool-ass dude. He's super nice to everybody, um, spreading the joy with his fireworks, smoking that weed. Spreading the weed. (laughs) Um. So I like Gandalf a lot. Um, and then Frodo, I'm kind of like jury out on him so far. Like I'm not like there's nothing crazy that I like about him. There's nothing that I dislike about him yet. He's yeah. just like he just he's just there. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's I feel like that's his thing always. Yeah. And the movie just kind of takes him along for a ride. I'm hoping that that changes for me. In another mo- in the other, movies. I think it will. I think Zach is unnecessarily harsh on Frodo. I think you should wait and judge Frodo on your own. I, I mean, I think own. that's what she's doing. I and I yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I will too. But but so let's let's so let's address this first off. Sir Ian McKellen. Yes. Dumbledore. Can we talk about Fucking Sir Ian baller. McKellen for a minute? He's yes. such a badass dude. He's the best. Okay, so I have to come clean. Um, <laughs> whatever I before I had watched this movie whenever I was still going through my ignorant phase of not knowing anything about Lord of the Rings, I thought that the guy that plays Gandalf was the guy who plays Dumbledore. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know you what? Know, she admitted it was her ignorant phase. She's she's freely admitting it, so we'll forgive her. That's fair. I mean... Thank you. Mal, Thank you. So, l- listen, Mal told me before the show, she's like, I just, I just hope people like me. Yeah, well, you fucking, you done shot yourself in the foot now, so. You know what, guys? Fuck all y'all. No, we're still cool, Mallory. We're still cool. Um, Here's the thing that I always think about is, like, I can't even imagine there was a, like, Lord of the Rings book fan out there who... Like, cause you know, there's always haters of like, oh, this wasn't true to whatever my vision of whatever. Right. I can't even imagine that there's a single person who was like a Lord of the Rings book fan that saw Ian McKellen play Gandalf and was like, oh, hashtag not my Gandalf. You know, that's just like that doesn't yeah. exist. Right? It doesn't exist. Like, it does, he's it does, so there's, great. There's zero way, zero he's possible perf- chance. Yeah, he's perfection. He makes that character. He inhabits it. He makes it his own. It's like, like it's a, so good. Another way to look at it is like the a great podcast about movies. If you guys have never heard of it, uh, the Rewatchables. They they ask a question oftentimes on their show, like who else could be cast to mm. do that role? Mm. No, literally nobody. Literally nobody. zero yeah. zero people ever in the world could do that role ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I. True. I I definitely thought that it was a it was a really good, yeah. I mean, performance. Yeah, it's he's, a home run. He's a fucking best. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Um, Elijah Wood. And then, he's all right. 
I you, like Elijah, you Wood Elijah Wood hater. She already kind of went through Frodo. What about Marion Pippin? What do you think about them? <sighs> I just have such a low tolerance for dumbassery. So I work what? with a, I work with teenagers. <laughs> okay, um, fair. I'm a teacher. So you work with Marion Pippin? <laughs> well, only they one remind of me them of my is freshman. a true dumbass. Mary's they remind smart. me of my freshmen um, whenever my freshmen are being just like top of the top of the top goofy and mm. out of control and <clears throat> like will not listen to me like Friday before Christmas break. They're done. <laughs> they don't want to listen. Nothing will get them on on track. That's what Marianne Pippen remind me of. Yeah, wow. I mean, I think that's fair. That's a good take. That and, is ouch, <laughs> harsh. But uh, I, I will it. admit that they do make me laugh every now and then, especially later on whenever I think it's Pippin is like, what about second breakfast? Yeah. What about lunch? Iconic, yeah. by the way. Yeah. What about Iconic. dinner and, and supper? And, all, and, 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 what, and, what are all of them, Scott? Do you know all of them? <clears throat> breakfast um, and second breakfast. Second breakfast, 11 Z's, luncheon. No, no, morning tea. tea. No, I think, I think there's just one afternoon tea, I think. Okay. There's and luncheon, there's afternoon tea, dinner, dinner supper. and supper. Yeah. I think that's it. Gotcha. Um, here's and the thing about. And they're not fat. That's fucked up. <laughs> here's the thing about Barry and Pippin. This movie can be the whole series really can be very dark and grim and oppressing at times, and, and you need a Barry and Pippin there to provide moments of levity, <laughs> and like you know humor because otherwise i feel like this movie would be just a little grim and depressing without those quick bursts of like mary and pippin being dumbasses you know i i would agree with that uh i mean yeah sometimes they lead to more stress though (laughs) that's true that they definitely lead to some problems you're not wrong you sound like a teacher right now you do sound (laughs) like a teacher (laughs) i'm sweating So, um, I have taken the liberty of uh, collecting some fun facts about the movie, and as we, you know, get to those sections of the movie, I'll, I'll bring them up. Zach Fack. Yeah, Zach Fack. Here we go. Uh, so, that's spelled Z-A-K-F-A-K, by the way. <laughs> Zach Fack. I hate F-A-K. Zach Fack. <laughs> So when Gandalf, when Sir Ian McKellen was uh, walking into Bilbo's hobbit hole, uh, he has a oh. painful encounter with a ceiling beam. Uh, that was not in the script. Uh, he, he banged his head uh, against the beam accidentally. Peter Jackson thought uh, Ian McKellen did a really good job acting through it and decided to keep it in because it was uh, pretty you know, pretty glonky. <laughs> I actually <laughs> wondered if that was uh, like an improvisation. Yeah, no, it definitely their was. It's good. Their it's part. funny. I that like is it. really funny. It's a good I like that a lot. So, so all right. So fucking homeboy uh, does a little bit of a disappearing act. Yeah. So let's go through that. So um, they ask Bilbo to get up and, and give a speech, and um, he does. Um and I said, dude, these names, Grubs, Chubs, and Hornblowers. What the fuck is going on? Give me that Chub and a Hornblower if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I just had to make a comment. Anyway, 
so he's talking about how um, you know some of them he likes more than he should. Some of them he gives them more credit than he. Right. Uh, it's like very confusing yeah. what he's saying. Um, but then he, he like insults them and they don't even know. Yeah. Well, not. it's he's because they're they're it's drunk so and confusing. they're confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then um, he says this is the end and he disappears. Um, at first you're kind of like. Or at least I was like, did this motherfucker like teleport somewhere? Like, where did he go? But it's the transmission, you... dude. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, he just turns invisible and um, he walks and goes into his house and, you know, has a good little laugh. And then uh, Gandalf confronts him about having the ring for too long. It's a good scene. It's a good scene. It yeah. is a really good scene. Um, and he starts to sound like. Gollum uh, from the intro. So he starts calling the ring precious to him and saying that um, it's his and why shouldn't he keep it? It's his. And um, Gandalf is like, you need you need to get rid of this ring, dude. Like it's it's clearly fucking with your mind. And Bilbo's like, you know, you're just trying to rob me. Fuck off. And Gandalf really, like, p- brings the hammer down and is like, bitch, I'm not trying to fucking rob you. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. You need to cut your shit. I am not trying to rob you. <laughs> it's very, it's very, uh, and it turns, very scary. Like, everything turns yeah. dark and it scares the yeah. shit out of Bilbo. And he cries, which I'm like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, she's so sympathetic. This tears night. are for the weak. Yeah, I, I'm just like, dude, you were literally just acting like a little psycho two seconds ago. Dude, I, Gandalf is scary as hell, bro. He, he gives you a yeah. little taste of that power. You'll, you'd cry too. True, you're right. Um, but so anyway, he says, okay, I'm gonna leave all my possessions to Frodo, um, including the ring. I'm out of here. I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go write my book. But he's going to leave, and Gandalf is like, bitch, you still got that ring in your pocket. Give me the fucking ring. Um, And, you know, he takes it out, and he's staring at it for a hot minute, and then he just drops it and dips. Yeah. Um, Really good sound design and just, like, the way the ring, like, falls out of his hand. It's, like, sticking to his hand for way longer than it should, and then when it hits the floor, it doesn't, like, ting 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 and like bounce off under a fucking just coat like somewhere just it just clunks and it's just like dude something is fucked with this ring and yeah. it's so good 100 yeah. percent. very good the sound design too with with uh with gandalf yes. doing his whole like yeah, yeah yeah i'm not trying to rob you thing yeah and the he light like, work too like yeah, everything gets yeah. kind of dark and like the whole ominous. house creaks it's like yeah it's yeah. very good so anyway um gandalf kind of goes over to the ring and is kind of looking at it and then I feel like this is the first time that we see the eye, right? Uh, yes. When he touches the ring. in the flashback he's like, sequence? He's all? like about to touch it and then you like see the flash and he's like, nah, I'm not touching yeah. this. He, yeah, it yeah. doesn't show it in the flashback because you're right. Sauron is a, yeah, a, a, you're right. a you're right. being. So, yeah. yeah um, this is the first time we see it. Yeah, it's yeah. F- first time that we see the old whispering eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that for? Is that from Role Models? 
I have no idea. I think it's from Role Models, Whispering Eye. T- tell her you like her Whispering Eye. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, at this point, whenever that happened, I was like, okay. This is some really serious shit. He's, like, refusing to touch it. He doesn't even, like, kick it to move it out of the way. <laughs> don't do any of that shit he's just like no I'm not right. touching this fucking ring i can't do it well, then frodo walks in and he's like oh he's gone and then he picks up the ring no problems um which was like that's weird yeah because um, frodo's a bitch how does he do that right <laughs> yeah the worst there's clearly something going on with frodo <laughs> um and i even put that in my notes i'm like gandalf wouldn't touch it how yeah. the fuck is Frodo what? able to just pick this this thing up? And no I, problems. I, it's it's cool. It's cool that you like caught on to ca- that. caught that because like you know obviously <laughs> yes Gandalf has kind of been all, like portrayed as just kind of like this old you know like lovable fool kind of just like having a good time but like like he still emanates like a certain power that you're like this guy's not to be fucked with right? yeah. Definitely. So he, him having that type of reaction, I think, is is cool that that you notice that on your first watch through, and like, all right, yeah, this this is some real shit. Yeah. Um. So then Gamoth is like, I gotta go. I gotta go. So, um, he tells Frodo to keep the ring out of sight, keep it hidden, keep it safe, and he leaves. And Frodo is confused, and so am I. <laughs> uh, so then Gandalf goes and he looks up information about Isildur and at the same time we see these dark cloaked guys on horses and they are riding out and we They're hear hauling ass. yeah they are getting after it and they are looking for they just say Baggins just Baggins. says Baggins and um, some time passes and Gandalf comes back and it scares the shit out of Frodo and myself and they throw the ring in the fire. At this point, they pull the ring out and Gandalf is like, here, uh, it's quite cool. And I'm like, bitch, the <laughs> fuck? No, it's not. <laughs> and, nah, it's fine. It's fine. But Frodo's just like, okay. Don't be a bitch, Frodo. Here, it's, it's fine. <laughs> and um, It's cool, bro. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> uh, so they pull the ring out of the fire. Uh, he gives it to Frodo again, and he asks, them, asks Frodo if he can see any... Markings. Markings or right. you know, writing. And it does have something. And it says, um, one ring to rule them all, one ring to bind them. Oh, excuse me. One ring to find them. Mm-hmm. One ring to bring them all in in darkness. Bind them. And then I Hell put yeah. spooky. <laughs> you sarcastic <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. This is uh, some good shit. I love this stuff. This, yeah, this-, this was really cool. And I actually made a, a note in, in my stuff that said that um, Gandalf makes a point to say, I'm not going to speak the language that's on this yeah. ring in this place. Is it, uh, is it he Elvish? Says it's, he says it's, it's a form of Elvish, but yeah. it's the language of Mordor. And he's like, I will not utter it here, basically. Yeah. That's right. So I was like, Again, okay, so there's some, like, really fucked up shit with right. this ring. This right, is right. not 
a normal thing. This is not even like your normal run of the mill bad vibes. This is some this is something messed up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so um in my notes I I have I have a question. I'm I'm wondering uh will saying the writing on the ring trigger something if he says it in the original language is it going to like set something off or like um i I think it's yeah i mean it is a good question i i've never taken it that way scott you might know you may or may not know i i don't know for sure i i kind of always assumed that it's just kind of an an evil ass language i it could have something to do with the nazgul like perhaps even just you know they can sense the ring as we see later like when frodo puts the ring on perhaps even just like speaking the language of mordor maybe they can like sense that too i i don't know for sure that's just a theory i'm throwing out there but uh it also could just be like yeah this is like a super evil dark you know language you know we just we just not gonna talk about it i don't know right for sure. yeah it's like saint voldemort <laughs> yeah it's, it's exactly taboo. like that it's 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 parcel tongue <laughs> <laughs> that snake speak yeah i gotta speak some snake you know <clears throat> and I, speaking of parcel tongue i wrote down dude this ring is a horcrux <laughs> <laughs> No, but, it's way cooler than that. <laughs> uh, but as I said, I do like that Frodo steps up and says this. Like, I got to take this. I got to get this out of here. Like, this right. cannot stay here. So right. I do like that about about Frodo. Sure. Yeah, man. He steps up. He's okay. Sometimes. Fuck you, Zach. It's a good call. I'll yeah. say, we can say that with confidence. It's a good call. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And Zach's now we so are salty. on the move. He doesn't now. even want to admit that. Yeah. So, so don't, or Dumbledore. <laughs> Yeah, so Dumbledore, Jeez. so Gandalf uh, gives gives the homie uh, some homework. He says, "Hey, I need you to go over to the end of the prancing pony and uh, wait for me." And they set off. So, um, so Gandalf sends Frodo and and Sam because Sam was caught <laughs> uh, peeking through the window or, or a little late for trimming the verge, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Uh, so sends them on uh, a quest, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, trying to gain, trying to gain that XP, and sends them to what's the name of the town? Bree. Uh, Bree, yeah. Bree. Village of Bree. Village yeah. of Bree to the end of the prancing pony, where some shit goes down, and we meet another main character. Uh, let's go through that. Yeah. So. Um... Frodo well, first is they they have their big run in with the the Nazgul. We gotta we gotta touch on that. Yeah. Oh right. Yes. Uh, stay on off the of the stay off of the roads. Right. And they don't. They do exactly yeah. the opposite. Yeah. They um get caught by the Nazgul and um. You mean the Dementors? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dementors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dementors, and um. They do uh, eventually elude them um, and make it to Bree, um, but then apparently Frodo is supposed to keep his his name hidden. Doesn't work out. Mary, right. I mean <laughs> Pippin, fucks that shit up. Right. Per well, well, hold on, hold on, for a second, for a second. How 
fucking sick are the Nazgul. Like, they look so rad. They are very scary. They are yeah. terrifying. Yes, dude. Like, and, and then the way that it's shot, too, I think, yes. is like... Yeah, it's the way that it's shot. It's... Like, with them hiding just, like, under that tree, like... I think the, the the part that really always drives it home for me, like, how terrifying these fuckers are, is, like, as he's, like, just sitting there, like, sniffing around for him, literally just, like, all the insects are running away from this thing, and it's just, like... It's so gross. Every living thing just wants to be, have nothing to do with this motherfucker, and, yeah, I can remember watching that for the first time as a kid in the theater, uh... Let's see, pro- let's see, 2001, I would I would have been like 13, and just being like, oh my god, these things are horrifying. I was six in 2001. Mm-hmm. Damn. You're old, I am, Scott. I am an old ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, they are really, really scary. Yeah. Um, but they do they do get away, which is good. Um, they make it to to They're not very good at their job. No, uh, but it's very <laughs> deep water. <laughs> it was a deep stream. <laughs> uh, so uh, they make it to the 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 bar, and Pippin blows their cover um, by telling them that he knows of Baggins and that he's over there. Oh. Um, Frodo is obviously like, dude, what the fuck. Um, but he gets knocked over, and conveniently the ring slips right on his finger. Dude, it's a it's a cool scene because magic. Because magic. <laughs> because magic. <laughs> um, and he slips off into um like a sh- a shadow world, and this sent, trick. You Yugi sent him to the shadow realm. <laughs> it's the upside down. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> um. And this triggers the the Nazgul. Um, apparently, they can sense whenever he enters the shadow world. I'm assuming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can usually sense when people enter uh, your me ass. as well. Your shadow realm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> his shadow realm is his butthole, guys. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mal. <laughs> the one Mal. ring to no. rule them all. The one uh, spicy chili ring to rule them all bind them in darkness not his front hole his back (laughs) hole god bless um Um, anyway uh while he's in the shadow world um we hear sauron's voice for the first time yeah yeah um and he says you cannot hide i see you there is no life in the void only death um and he does take the ring off and we meet strider the Hell yeah. ranger. Hot ass Strider. Yes. Um, and he comes over and he takes Frodo into a room and he's saying, that is no trinket that you carry. That is something really serious. Um, and he's like, are you afraid? Frodo says yes. And he's like, not nearly as afraid as you should be. Um, what's coming for you is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, and... The... Quick, quick shout out. I'm sorry, you may be just getting to this, but I have to give a big shout out to my boy Sam, who busts into the room ready to throw hands. The dude, homie this fucking of all giant, homies. terrifying man. This this dude looks rough as hell. He has a sword as big as Sam is, and he has and, a butt chin. And 
<laughs> Andy has a butt chin, and Sam is ready to throw hands with him, and he calls him Long Shanks. Like, what a fucking baller Sam is. Dude. Sam I goes hard, man. Dude. He goes hard. He goes pain. so hard. He is definitely the homie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but um, you know, Strider, you know, tells them this is this is very serious. Like, I'm not fucking around with you guys. What's coming is very scary. Um, but I'm, per- I'm pretty fucking scary when I'm coming. So God, yeah, damn, <laughs> just the worst. I just keep setting this motherfucker up. Yeah, dude, you're teeing me Look, up. It man. doesn't take much. It doesn't take much uh, for him to come. No, yeah, yes. No, I mean, that yes, that too. <laughs> that takes a lot. <laughs> no, it's easy. It just happens. Jesus. I just don't know what happened. I just came. But um, so the the Nazgul are on their way, and um, they bust into the room where uh, the hobbits are supposedly sleeping, and they stab the beds but turns out it was just a setup um what it's just fools. it was all a ruse it was a ruse it was the old pillow under the covers trick the it was the old razzle dazzle mal you're a natural hell yeah mal <laughs> oh and then we get some background information from strider about the the nazgul that they will search for the ring eternally they're no they're no longer alive or dead they are just bound to search the ring for ever right and so the nazgul are are actually also referred to as the nine uh they are the original nine men men who were given rings by sauron back in back in the dizzy yeah and i guess those rings uh just like destroyed their like wait what was that like the rings that they were given, I guess, just like destroyed their their normal will. And- yes, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they like they literally like if you. So the the idea was that. With with the rings, I mean, obviously, like the the elves and the dwarves have more will over like the, than men do, mm-hmm. so men caved right, and that's how this giant war started. But the intent was, hopefully I can overpower all of their will, and they'll just all bend to me, right? right. Uh, and so, bend yeah, they me. just, they literally bent over, spread the cheeks, and said, Sauron, let's go, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Strider, Strider also refers to them as ring wraiths. They are, you know, neither living nor dead. They're basically just uh, controlled by Sauron, these, you know, somewhat zombified spectral beings that just yeah basically have little to no will of their own that he controls cool stuff dark stuff yeah. i like it ring wraiths are cool as hell they yeah cool. um and then strider says that he needs to take them to rivendell uh where the elves live i'm guessing that the elf land um has some like magical property to kind of keep them safe uh so like they have they just have like a like it's like light magic versus dark magic like it's like they can't yeah. enter like a certain area basically yeah They're the elves like elves are spells. definitely kind of very magical and mystical uh i think you know uh our boy lord elrond hugo weaving mentions like 
hey, the the elves can like kind of conceal a lot, like through their their magic, like conceal their presence, right. you know, and their cities and stuff like that. But you know, like he tells him, is like the the ring is too evil. Like we cannot conceal that bullshit here. So yeah, not to get. And too I far I ahead, think but. I I have to. I mean, this is just kind of a side note, but it's. I don't know if this is specifically the way that it's done in the movies. It is done well in the movies. It may also be done well in the books, but I I love how there's not an over explanation of these type of things. Yeah, like, me too. It just it it gives the it gives the uh, viewer the sense of like, man, there's just so much shit that like I don't even know. Like you yeah. just don't you don't question it. Like it just is right. Whereas like you know other series like harry potter which i love they they try and give reason to a lot of things right mm, i mean yeah. like I, i've had humility about this in, in the series like some some of the stuff just doesn't make sense like it's just like just leave it leave it as this mystical power that you know you know and so i i really like that about the elves and about most of the magic and lore in the world specifically it's it's great so yeah i think i think we're also meant especially in the movies and it's been so long since i've read the books that i don't truly remember how much is explained but you know, especially for the purposes of the movies, I feel like we are meant to be on the same, like, knowledge level as, like, these hobbits. These hobbits are kind of the right the audience surrogates, and the hobbits don't know much about the outside world. Like, the hobbits are very, you know, keep to themselves. They know about the Shire, they know about Eaton, they know about the Sticky Icky, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, right. So as, you know, these four hobbits are kind of our audience surrogates, like there's just a lot that we don't know that they don't know. That's just kind of like it just is. And you just kind of have to accept it, you know? Yes. Yeah. So I I love that. It just feels so grand and like mystical, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I think I think it's a really, really good way to not get into the weeds of like, well, how does that work? Right. Because then you'd get bogged down in like exposition and it would be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Mal. Um, so they start to move at this point, and um, they stop to to rest. And of course, the dipshits lit a light a fire, and uh, <laughs> the fucking Nazgul are on their way. Sausages, um, tomatoes, nice crispy bacon. <laughs> Fucking says something about ash and his tomatoes, and it pisses me off. Ash on my tomatoes. Um, and uh, naturally, uh, whenever the Nazgul show up, Frodo uh, fucking puts the ring on. God fucking damn it. Yeah. And See, then Frodo sucks. Immediately gets fucking stabbed. Um, the, the, the worst part about it is, is like Frodo, like yeah, the ring makes you invisible, bud. But you also just stayed you in have the same exact spot. Yeah. yeah, you have to move, pal. Like you just stayed in the same exact spot as you were when you turned invisible. That, well, he saw the Night plan. King and then shit his pants. <laughs> he did. And that's then... true. There was too giant of a load in his pants to yeah. move at the time. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, uh, our boy Strider, hot ass Strider, uh, comes in to save the day, dual wielding a fiery club and a sword. Uh, tomahawks the fiery club into the the last Nazgul for the win. Hell yes, he's a, dude, yeah. such a baller. Butt chin McGee, dude, he's so hot. <laughs> he's so hot right now. That Nazgul was so hot when he threw that torch in his goddamn face. <laughs> wow, that was. Uh, You're welcome. That was good, Scotty. <laughs> um. 
so uh, this stab wound is is pretty fucking serious, and and Strider says that he needs to um, be treated by Elvish medicine, and that they need to get to Rivendell. But Rivendell is six days away. So what the fuck? So you're dead. <laughs> Cut to Gandalf talking to a moth. What the fuck? Um, Wait, hold on. We oh. we we've skipped Gandalf getting his ass whooped. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, so... Fucking breakdance 2000. <laughs> oh, come on, Mal. Did no. you not like that? Oh, um, it, it's not that I disliked it. It just seemed Ugh. a little It just seemed a little Look, silly. it doesn't age the best. <laughs> it does look a little it strange. It just looks like uh, he would, like grabbed him by his ankle and was just like spinning him around. I, I personally, I will defend this. I always kind of liked how... I don't know how to phrase this, but like the magic is they're not like fucking shooting fireballs at each other, you know? Right. Like it's it's more subtle than that. It's just like this. It's just the force. It's just, it's more like a force. It's yeah, not it's how just, the force works. They're they're just <laughs> shooting like fucking force blasts at each other, and then yeah, like using them to like chuck each other around. And it's I feel like it's slightly more grounded than if they were like teleporting all over the place and yeah shooting fireballs at each other but i think i can see why you would have that reaction it maybe has not aged the best but uh it just made me laugh it it works for me it worked for me back then and it still works for me so so in this time we meet saruman yeah uh sir christopher lee fucking baller ass the white wizard the white wizard saruman yeah, man, uh, he's pretty hardcore. I do have a fun fact about Homeboy. Zach uh, Zach Fack. Uh, hashtag Zach Fack. Um, so Sir Christopher Lee read The Lord of the Rings once a year until his death in 2015. R.I.P. Sir Christopher Lee. Uh, and he had done so since the year it was published. He's That's also the insane. only member of the entire cast and crew to ever have actually met J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, that yeah. is unbelievable. That he is was really ancient. Cool. Yeah, he was ancient. Yes, <laughs> that's true. But it's such a fucking badass, dude. Yeah, that is a badass. I, I've, I've heard stories of like how, like sometimes he would correct Peter Jackson on set of like lore and stuff too. Just flex is, on him. If, yeah, just flex on him because that motherfucker knew his shit when it came to lore. Yeah, man. He is such a such a cool fucking dude. Another another actor. You know, I feel like some people could be replaced, right? Yeah. Uh, another actor in this series that nobody else could do that. Yeah, I mean, that's sure. that he was built for that role. So yep. love him Definitely. to death. Uh, and we also kind of get a little bit more inside. I mean, we we know that Gandalf is a powerful being. Uh, and so this is like the first time that we see somebody kind of on the same level, if not higher. Yeah. Which is also, I mean, a, obviously a big deal. Yeah, which is is it's um I'm kind of curious because Gandalf can recognize okay this power is not um it's not good for me. I I know that it's not good for me. I need to stay away. I need to to keep my distance from this power, but Saruman is willingly going to the power and just saying Sauron is the only way. Like we have to listen to him. He you right. Know, Right. I'm on his side. Yeah, and you, you will know, fall too. It, it's like it's not even it's not even just like a 
it, it doesn't seem like, a, oh, there's no way that we could possibly fight against it, right? Because that would lead you to believe, like, okay, like, you're not really for this, but you're just going with it to stay alive. He's just like, nah, dude, this is... Yeah, this like, is the only yeah, way. Yeah, th- th- this is the way to do it. Yeah. C- come over here. Come join me. <laughs> look, look at the size of my dick. That's <laughs> yeah, direct quote. Direct quote. Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee said that shit. Anyway, yeah, so so they're they're on the way, and we meet hot-ass Liv Tyler. Yeah, I actually uh, said Liv Tyler shows up and um, goes over to Frodo and introduces herself as Arwen and says that she is there to help him. She's speaking Elvish. Um, Sam knows that she's an elf. Uh, Mary and Pippin are not able to recognize that she's an elf. Because they're idiots. Yes. Um, and Arwen says that Frodo needs to get to her dad immediately and says that she will take him because she's faster um, than Strider. Yeah, um, she's basically like, bitch, I'm a much better rider than you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, You've, been hot ass- <laughs> You've been hot ass Strider this whole time, but I'm fucking here to show you what's what. She's like, yeah, and I'm also hot ass Liv Tyler, and I have a fast as fuck horse. She's like, yo, I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm out. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, and you can tell that they have some rapport with each other because they are are speaking to each other like they they know who each other are. Strider is um, expressing concern for her safety and telling her to be careful. Um, and she's like, bitch, I got this. Um, Arwen is you know, takes off through the forest and the Nazgul are following. Um, eight total Nazgul are following them, which you can tell, like, shit's getting fucking real. Right. Um, I said, shit's intense and Frodo looks like ass. Um, Arwen really is dodge, so duck, gross. dip, dive, and dodging these motherfuckers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, they cross a river, uh, Arwen and Frodo... And the Nazgul tell her to give him up. Um, she says, if you want him, come and claim him. And I'm like, damn, bitch. What yeah, a she's baller. She, she's so badass. She draws her sword. Um, and I'm like, okay, bad bitch, I see you. Um, the Nazgul also draw their swords and start to charge. And Arwen says a spell and the water surges, looking like a horse stampede and fucks their shit up. Frodo because of his plot armor, survives, and Gandalf is there because yeah. he got Ubered off the roof <laughs> off the roof of the castle by an eagle. Called he caught that dude. eagle Uber. Yeah. Uh, that's that premium charge, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, that's never an option when I'm, when I'm calling an Uber. Uh, you didn't see the eagle option? Damn. No, man. Um, so I got a, little, got a little fucking Zach fact for y'all. Zach fact. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, so Liv Tyler, during the scene that you actually just walked us through, and it's a, a great scene, by the way, um, she accidentally fucking uh, Ricky Bobbies herself. <laughs> she stabs herself in the right thigh while she was filming this uh, scene, the, the scene where she says, if you want him, come and claim him. Uh, the footage is in some like of the bloopers and outtakes of the movie and whatever. But yeah, uh, she's just straight up stabbed her thigh. And just kept that going scene. through it? Yeah. Yep. And just, well, I mean, no, I'm sure she didn't keep going through it. Because <laughs> well, I was about to say, because I was about to say, uh, like Leo DiCaprio and Django. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut the shit out of his hand. I still yeah. haven't seen Django, so. Dude, yeah. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> there's, I'm you know, I'm out, realizing y'all. there's a lot of like injuries while filming this movie. Like, first we had Gandalf's head bonk thing, her here. 
there are several later that I know of um, that happen. Uh, I don't know if you have Zach facts about them, but even uh-huh. in the following movies, but yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. Yep. Uh, anyway, yeah, so sorry, that, that is the end of that Zach fact. So they get there. They get to Rivendell. Yep. And uh, Frodo's fine. Fine and dandy. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> that about? Yeah, I, uh, I just, Frodo should have died, right? Nah. It nah. definitely seemed like he was going to, um, as, like, whenever um, Arwen is like, oh no, like, he's, he's, like, she really does act like he's gone. And she's like, if there's any luck that I have, any, like, good favor that I have, pass it on to him, like, let him live. And I'm like, bitch, that ain't enough. Like, you said that he needs medicine. Right. That elvish medicine's good shit. My boy, <laughs> my boy, Lord Elrond, Hugo Weaving, he's got it. He's got so it. when you saw Hugo weaving Lord Elrond, were you like, wait, how is this guy alive? Because like he's all, he's in the flashback. I know the first time I saw the movie, I was like, what? I was so confused. I actually like my husband had to point out that it was the guy from it was the, the beginning. Same guy. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, Isildur, <laughs> cast it into the fire, <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> uh, but um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really think much of it, mostly okay. because I didn't. I didn't notice that it was the same guy, um, but um, we do get some information from Arwen that they are immortal. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, here pretty soon. Some good stuff. Uh, yeah. So I mean, everything at Rivendell is is fun as shit, and we get kind of a a a staple scene. And I think one of I mean, there's a lot of reasons why this is arguably one of you know the the best of the three. But I, I feel like the entire, like, Rivendell uh, forging of the Fellowship, everything yeah. is just, it's perfect. I liked I all of it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love this whole sequence here for sure. And there were very, like, minimal complaints with this section of the movie yeah, for so me. Yeah, so good. I mean, there's, like, we get fucking weird-ass Bilbo, right? We get the, the, the weird. <laughs> so creepy. God, oh, that my face. God, that still scares me to this day. It's so, it looks so bad now, dude. It is really no, bad. No, no, no. It looks so. so bad. It looks so ugly. <laughs> it looks. I mean, uh, yes, it's supposed. No, to no, be. no, no, no. Like it doesn't look good. <laughs> um, Frodo gets some uh, mithril. Yeah. Right. He gets. Oh, this uh, is some after. This is after. This fellowship. is after. Yeah, yeah. This Let's go through the, the actual meeting first. Yeah. So yeah. So walk us through the uh, the meeting, the forging, the fellowship. Yeah. So we we start off with Elrond greeting everyone and thanking them for coming, and um, you know, he addresses the threat of of Mordor, uh, join or fall, basically. Um, I like that he's no bullshit. Um, and then fucking Ned Stark, uh, says, <laughs> uh, that the ring is a gift, a gift. Sorry. Um, and then I said, what the fuck is this guy on? Uh, Strider tells Ned no one can wield the ring because it answers to Sauron only. Um, it is then revealed by hot-ass Orlando Bloom that Strider is not just any ranger. He is actually Aragorn, son of Arathorn, and is apparently the heir to Gondor. And that, Hell yeah. Um, the heir of Slytherin. <laughs> so did you... No. <laughs> there's a lot of like like new characters being introduced here and like kind of a lot of like politics that are kind of hinted at, but not explicitly stated. Did you understand like who 
as you call him Ned Stark, who Sean Bean's character is in like relation to why that would be a big deal of Aragorn being uh, the heir to Gondor? No, I actually had to ask Dylan. Um, I was like, so what, what the fuck is this guy's problem? Like, I don't understand. And he was like, okay, so this is Boromir. His father is the acting, like, I guess like he's a steward or king. They they call them stewards. They're basically caretakers because they don't currently have Kings. Got it. Okay. But he's like the person in charge of Gondor. Yes. Um, he act, he tries acting like a king and he fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um and that um Aragorn uh, or or Strider is the the actual person who's supposed to be in charge of Gondor. Right. So that's why that's why kind of Sean Bean acts like a douche. Pretty hot. Yeah, pretty hostily towards uh Aragorn where he's basically just like Gondor has no king, and Gondor needs no king. Yes. You can fuck off, you dick. I actually said that. That was my next note. Um, Boromir says Gondor has and needs no king. Fuck off. I, yeah. Nobody likes you. Um, <laughs> nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Gimli, the dwarf, tries to hit the ring with his axe, and his axe shatters. And John Reese davies Dude, John Reese davies is... A legend. A and I said, yeah, did you really think that that would work? What the fuck? <laughs> He's real strong, though. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. He broke that axe real good. It's not a great it display of strength. But, uh, yeah, did you guys know? Zach Vac. Oh, boy. Zach Vac. You guys are going to get real fucking I'm tired of these, by the way. I'm sick of these fucking <laughs> Zach Facts. Can we just cancel the Zach Vac? Despite playing a dwarf, John Reese davies Gimli, is the tallest... Of the actors who play members of the Fellowship, he's six one. Really? Yeah, and yeah. so for how old that movie is, that's. I mean, I think that's pretty impressive. It yeah, I would have never that. guessed that. Yeah, yeah. Go watch uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or uh, uh, Last Crusade, where he's playing oh, Sala. It's been years. And he's like, he's years. tall. He's way bigger than Harrison Ford. Wow, that's really interesting. I love Harrison Ford. Yeah, on Solo Bay. um anyway uh frodo is distressed by gimli trying to to fuck up this ring um and i'm like how is how why did he see the the eye um and then we get the information that the again that the ring can only be destroyed by the fires in mount doom and a meme is born yes (laughs) (laughs) i said that was my next note ha 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 one does not simply walk into Mordor. Classic. Oh, yes. Sean Bean is the best. One does not simply elude the Lord of the Rings trilogy for their entire yeah. life. 27 for years. Now. Damn. Um, <laughs> tensions are running high. Uh, Frodo sees fire in the ring band. So they're all like bitching about who should take the ring and destroy it. Um, Frodo sees fire in the ring and volunteers to take it. Um, somehow this is just magically fine with everybody. Everybody's like, okay. Everybody's like, good. yeah, that makes sense. A fucking hobbit <laughs> is going to do this goddamn thing. Okay. And then, um, you know, he does admit that he does need help getting it there. He doesn't know how to get there. I like that He's as like, well. Yo, where, where's Mordor again? <laughs> I'll take it. But East? also like, how do I get there? <laughs> But also, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing again? No, that's that's Pippin. 
Oh my god. What fuck the fuck off. are we doing again? Um Aragorn pledges uh to protect Frodo, um, as does Legolas. That's Orlando's character. Mm-hmm. And Gimli does too. Um, even though Gimli was just shit talking Legolas like two seconds ago. Oh yeah. Um and then Boromir, and elves hate each other in case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um I guess there's a I lot of like didn't pick up on that tension, racial tension, and like yeah, like a lot of these these factions, these different factions and characters here, just straight up do not like each other. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's definitely. I don't think it's like a oh hey I'll be buddies with you. I think it's more of like well I can't have an elf showing me up, so right. Yeah. Gotcha. Here, here's definitely. my axe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That just got shattered, and he has a new axe, and he's pledging a new axe. <laughs> Dude, he's always carrying like three. Come on, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps that motherfucking thing on him. But we, this is a good scene, man. I it love is. the like. I give you my sword and my bow and my axe. Like that. That whole thing is. I, I just, I don't know. Let, that is like the, the epitome of like yo like this is fucking getting squad the game time. together this is the original up. avengers assemble and it's way yeah. better than avengers yeah, yeah, assemble definitely. <laughs> definitely it's so rad dude definitely um because even the- boromir who has been like just a total dick this entire meeting is just kind of like well i guess this is it you're gonna carry the fate of us all and if this is the will of council then we'll fucking see it done bro yeah, that was actually my next my next note too. Boromir sorry. says that he'll see it through. Oh no, no stealing don't be sorry. her thunder. I'm sorry, Scott. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's no, all good. it's not all good, Mal. Scott sucks <laughs> Shut ass. Shut the fuck up, Zach. <laughs> uh, but um, Elrond does mention that there are nine companions, and I just don't feel like he would have said that if it weren't significant. So. Is there some significance to that? Is it supposed to be some like type of symbolism um, between the uh, nine companions and perhaps the nine men, the nine original men? I, I think it's. It, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I like that. That's the special... only. That's the only thing that I can that I yeah. see them putting together, and I don't know that like nine is necessarily like. A powerful well may, i mean maybe it is just i mean the contrast right there's there's nine ring wraiths trying to get the ring and there's nine of the fellowship who are trying to take it and destroy it maybe it's just kind of the yeah, black and white there i maybe. suppose so like i don't think there's any inherently special about like the number being nine it's just you know lord elrond kind of remarking about it how you know nine companions and the fact that you know it's you know all these different races and just you know banding together to Save the world, more or less, you know. Nine gotcha. is actually Hugo Weaving's favorite number. Oh. <laughs> Did you pull that out of your uh, dark Zach ring? That, that's a, that's a, uh, Zach, that's a back alley Zach Vac. That's oh my a, God. That's a bullshit is what it is. A back vac. <laughs> a back vac. Okay. Uh, so uh, Bilbo lends Frodo his chainmail. Uh, the the myth mithril 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 um and then a sword that glows blue whenever orcs are close this will be important very handy um and then goes full on exorcist whenever he sees the <laughs> ring uh seriously though what the fuck is up with that face holy shit yeah it's, it's pretty uh, terrifying it's, it's pretty bad it's pretty it's pretty fucking bad i was like oh my god i don't i don't like bilbo i don't either 
Yeah. So, do you like Bilbo? I mean, I don't got no beef with Bilbo. Bilbo, like, Bilbo is he's a dildo. Been corrupted by the power of the ring for a long time, but he's he's okay. He's okay. He just is You'd so like sketchy Bilbo to me. You'd like Bilbo more if you read The Hobbit. Maybe. I, I, I have read The Hobbit. That's the oh, only one I have right. read. Well, then you should like Bilbo more. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Mm. I, I, you know what? Okay, that that's fair. Like, I think it's, I think it's simply just like movie Bilbo overtaking my memory of the sure. character. I don't, I don't protect. I, like, I just don't like him in the movies. He's, that's fair. He's just that's like fine. seems like a little like slime ball. I mean, he kind of is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the fucking fellowship is forged. Yeah. They all touch tips. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. No, nope. <laughs> just like they, they, they cross streams. They no. compare Schwartz. No, no, no. Uh, so the next major stop is Mines of Moria. Uh, really yes. good stuff. Before before we get to the mines, and I'll do this quickly. Uh, there is an incredible scene. I feel like is is not talked about a lot, but I adore this scene. It's when they're on the mountain and Frodo falls down and he basically drops the ring and boromir uh picks it in up in the snow they, right this is uh, in the snow uh, yes yeah dude it's it's so good there's this incredible interaction where you can see like just how powerful the ring is and how it's already you know obviously we see spoiler later what happens to boromir in the movie but you can see the ring is already like getting its hooks in him and is like corrupting him and like Aragorn is ready to draw down on him like he has his hand on the hilt of his sword and is basically just like if you don't give the ring back to Frodo I am going to cut you down and it's just like so powerful to me like especially looking back it's just they just set out on this journey and already Boromir is like hesitating greatly to give the ring back to Frodo and Aragorn's ready to murk him if necessary and it's just you know really good foreshadowing I feel like for you know kind of what's to come when the fellowship starts to fracture right and I think I think like for anybody who watches a movie like with a lot of intention Mm -hmm. uh it it definitely helps kind of like set the scene or or set the stage of like you know this it's it's obviously already been done to to some extent, but it just mm-hmm. you're seeing it play out, right? I mean, it's it's right. you know we talk about you know show don't tell and like it's like okay, it's happening, you know it's right. it, we're literally seeing this ring like uh destroy somebody's willpower, you know, right. and, yeah, just exactly. eat them up. So it's it's good stuff. I like yeah, that I it's mean, already it's not out of character either because he's already expressed during the Fortune of the Fellowship. Yes, definitely. Um, this is a gift. We should use this to our advantage mm-hmm. and. Aragorn has already said, bitch, you can't. No one can use this to their advantage except for Sauron. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like, it's just like I said, it's just so powerful and it's it's great foreshadowing. And I Definitely. do like real, real quickly, even before that, you know, it, it's not like it's just like, oh, they set out and already the, the fellowship is like toxic and starting to break apart. Like they do take the time for as much as this movie has to get through. They do take the time to like show the scene where they're all like hanging out and eating you know Boromir's like training Merry and Pippin and they start wrestling and they're laughing and having a good time so 
you know it's not like you know it's just like oh this thing was like broken from the start like no there was you know bonds starting to be formed there but you know the ring is just like corrupt it's corrupting power is just that powerful yeah definitely yeah it's it's good stuff that that's that's a good call out uh anyway so yes the squad no you're good no that that was really i mean that that is a good call out yeah so the squad gets to the minds of moria oh my god uh i feel like both Scott and I might be jizzing a little bit going through this section because it is so fucking good. Uh, but yeah, Mal, uh, take it away. Yeah, so um, we get there and um, the entrance to the mine is locked by um, some magic, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. It's because it's magic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's... And, uh... Gotta know the password. <laughs> Gandalf, uh, has definitely lost the password, doesn't remember it, um, and is trying every trick in the book to get in there, and is like, bitch, I don't... I, I'm out of ideas. I give up. Um, but then Frodo apparently is a genius, and he figures it out right away. It's a riddle, and all he had to do was say friend in Elvish. Uh, it's actually a pretty simple riddle. I'm 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 disappointed in my boy Gandalf. Yeah, I put yeah. Dumbledore would have done it. Dumbledore oh, would have figured off. out. Fuck he would have. <laughs> he would have been like, "This place has known magic," and then and then be like, "Friend." Yeah. Oh my, God. He oh my gosh. Uh, but um, they get attacked by a sea monster. But that was <laughs> I hate that. I it hate was that. so by dumb. Way, least yeah. favorite scene in the entire movie. What? Yes. Fuck no. It was, po- it was like low-key pointless. It was pointless. Well, because no, it's not pointless. It traps them in the mind. They can't go back then at that True. point. True. They could have so. just decided to go in. And then I mean, they did decide to go in, but I mean, shit gets bad in the mines, and they have no choice but to, to go. press on. Literally, these movies, like you don't question the magic. The mind simply could have closed after you went in, and that's it. You can't leave. Done. Uh, like the whole getting attacked by the monster, like it's it's just a quick little action scene, like a couple minutes long. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I will defend it. I hate it. I will defend it. Look, I love these movies, so like it, I, I'm not against the movies. It's just I don't I don't give <laughs> a fuck about that. Thank you for clarifying that for us. I just that that scene sucks. <laughs> nah, it looks nah, stupid nah. and it's pointless. So anyway, um, they they do they do make it into the mine and Gandalf warns them of the potential evil in uh, Moria, and they begin their trek. Uh, well, we're fucked already because Gandalf uh, just said that he has no memory of where they are, and everyone is waiting on him to come up with a plan. And at this time, Frodo sees something, and uh, we we find out that it's Gollum. Um, and he's been following them for three days, apparently. So they've been in this fucking mine for three days? Or they've been just trying no, to I get here for three days? No, I think he's just been following them for three days, right? Well, they could be in the mine. Cause doesn't Gandalf say something about, like, it's a five-day journey to the other side through yeah. the mines? It's, some, it's pretty long time through the mines. Gotcha, okay. So it could be they've been in there for three days. Either way, doesn't matter. Yeah, so... Um, He's been following them for three days on orders of Saruman. Um, Frodo says that it's a pity that Bilbo did not kill him whenever he had the chance. Oh. Gandalf says that it's p- pity that kept Bilbo, Bilbo from killing Gollum. And then we get this good... Um, 
it's so speech. Good. I I, yeah. I have it. I I I copied it because yeah, I I had I mean, to. Yeah, it's, it's so good. good. It says, he says, many that live deserve death. Some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Even the very wise cannot see all ends. And then he said oh. that he believes that Gollum still has a part to play in everything, even if it's for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, Frodo is feeling sorry for himself and is saying that he wishes that the ring had never come to him and that nothing, none of this would have happened. Um, but Gandalf says that everyone feels like that when they go through tough times, but it's not up for uh, up to them to decide when they go through good or bad times, but what they can decide is what to do with the time that they have been given. Dude. Just I like just got chills. All of just it. like it's so good. I know. I wrote down these are life lessons, y'all. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For reals. Dude. Dude, when he when Ian McKellen delivers that stinger of the line where he's like, that is not for them to decide. All that we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good, it was dude. really real. I had to pause the movie at this point and I was like, wow. Like yeah. Fucking get your shit wrecked, Mallory, yeah. Frodo, Gollum, <laughs> Sam, everyone in this fucking building. Get your fucking it's, pins and papers out, bitch. That scene is so We're good. going it's to so school. It's so fucking good. Seriously, like, I, I just, I mean, this is not necessarily about the movie, but, like, if you're listening to this show and you don't watch movies with, like, that type of intention to, like, take in that stuff, there's so much that is yeah. that is available to just like hit like that, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like there's so many movies that deserve to be watched like that. That's just it, it just like really trying to take that stuff in because that's it's so good, man. And it's yeah, such so a it's an incredible to to somebody just like casually leaving it on. You know, I mean, like you would never it would never hit like that, but right. y- you have to bring attention to it because it's amazing for sure. And I really do like that he called Frodo out. Like, bitch, it's not for yeah. you to decide who lives or dies. Yeah, it's yeah, not for anybody definitely. to decide. Yeah, um, and I, I really did like that. It's a phenomenal speech for sure. Um, so uh, what do you know? Gandalf has decided that he just remembered like the past day. Roll the dice, man. <laughs> no, no, it's that he doesn't remember. Remember, he just says like the air doesn't smell as foul down this way. Right, right, and he right. He tells right. Pippin, he's like, or maybe it's Mary. He's like, ah. When in doubt, always follow your nose. He turns into Toucan Sam for a minute. He's like, Fruit Loops are fucking this way, motherfuckers. <laughs> follow your nose. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they, they take the path that's not as smelly. Um, uh-huh. And um, there are skeletons everywhere. They approach uh, Duero, Duero Dwelf. Is that is that right? I don't know. Duero Dwelf. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> Dwarodelf? I don't know. Hopefully. It's like the great dwarf city Dwarodelf. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's skeletons everywhere. Like just. It's bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad really scene. bad. Um, Gimli starts to cry and that makes me sad. Um, mm. and Gandalf picks up a book and reads an account of the slaughter that is stained with blood and just stops with, we cannot get out. They are coming. It's so menacing so scary oh my god yeah and in all caps i wrote fucking pippin god fucking damn you you loud ass stupid bitch yeah 
fair. Sounds about right. Fair. And then Gandalf is like, you're a dumb fuck. We, next time, just kill yourself. <laughs> Throw yourself in next time and save us from your stupidity is like the harshest burn we ever get out Dude. of these movies. Oh Fucking my gosh. Fire, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I said, and there's thudding and screeching and drums. Here we go. Oh uh, Frodo's sword Yo, turns hold blue. On, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. The fucking drum music coming drums to this, like, in the deep. Oh my god, just dude. A drums in the deep. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. That the drums pounding, and uh, my Gandalf, heart's pounding. Yeah, dude. Like, my cheeks are pounding. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Yeah, they are. Oh my god, dude. It's so good. That yeah. Oh my gosh. And that scene, it's just so terrifying just because of the sound design they're they're literally cornered and stuck in a tomb yeah and fucking waves of uh goblins and a fucking troll are coming at them and it's just like oh this is fucked yeah i mean you you talk you talk about music inciting emotion and it's like yo that gets you fucking going Yes, so, for sure. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So, no, you're good. Drums are pounding in the deep. Yes, and uh, Frodo's sword turns blue, uh, signaling that uh, danger is near. Um, and they try to barricade the door and draw their weapons, but they the doors get uh, beaten down. Um, there's a lot of cutting and shooting and yelling. <laughs> oh, shit, there's a troll. Hell yeah, Sam with the cast iron skillet. Hell yeah, Sam with a cast iron skillet. <laughs> and he then, upgraded from just his fists he was going to throw at Aragorn. <laughs> now he's got a skillet. He's unstoppable. Um, uh, and then um, I put, how in the fuck does this motherfucker Frodo get stabbed again? He doesn't have plot armor now. He's got actual real mithril armor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what is this guy? A fucking pin cushion. Lucky <laughs> yeah, for this asshole, he, he was wearing the mithril. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, the squad makes a run for it, and the horde is following. Uh, they um, look like roaches coming out of every surface yes. of this hellhole. Oh. Oh. And it is yeah. terrifying. I'm like, holy shit. Um, they- this is the scene... Where you, it's just the wide open. Scott, you and I have talked about this. Yeah, right? like it's like in the in the just mines, huge like columns, just huge columns. Yeah. So it's so like cute. the Great Hall, basically. It's, it's so and, yeah, grand. Just everywhere yeah. they're yeah. coming from everywhere. So good. Um, and then they are eventually surrounded, and then suddenly, um, there is like this fire in the background and like a growling, and <laughs> oh, all yeah. of the are they goblins? I think they're technically goblins. Okay. So they are, they scatter. They just fucking, they're like, bye, bitch. I'm out. We're out. (laughs) Um, And then that's whenever I'm like, oh shit. Like, something is is about to, shit's about to pop off. Real Um, quickly, I would just like to appreciate uh, Sean Bean's delivery of the line to Gandalf where he's like, what is this new devilry? I said that. I said, uh, what is this new devilry is right, Boromir? Hell yeah. Yes, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What is this new devilry? What is this new devilry? And then he goes, 
is just a boy. He's <laughs> just a boy. Just a boy. He's just a boy. Oh my gosh. Uh, just a fire boy. <laughs> just a devil boy. <laughs> um, and uh, Gandalf uh, tells them it's a Balrog, a demon, um, and then they take off again. Uh, Gandalf tells Aragorn to lead them on and that the bridge is close. Uh, they descend a sketchy ass staircase and they're being shot at. Good thing uh, Legolas got that eagle eye. Dude, he does. He does not miss. Dude. This motherfucker don't bro. miss. Yeah. He fucking do not miss. He he has aim assist, man. He he's a controller player. <laughs> God damn it. Um they make it down the staircase, even though it was like being destroyed while they were trying to, to descend. Um and they the squad makes it to the bridge, uh, but Gandalf stays back to face the Balrog. Um we get the the infamous line, you shall not Pass. Hell yeah. And the Balrog falls, but his whip grabs onto Gandalf's foot and drags him down. And I put in my notes, what the hell we gonna do now? Yeah, dude. It uh I have to say, man, when I was when I was a child, when I was a wee lad, when I was just mm-hmm. a boy, <laughs> just uh a boy. watching this for the first time, I was like, Well, these guys are <laughs> fucked. Let's pack it up, boys. Let's head home. Get them. Pack it up. Dude. Put this... it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this whole scene with the Balrog, I, I think pretty easily is my favorite part in the whole movie. Just like. The creature design is incredible. The Balrog looks fucking terrifying as shit. It still and looks so good. It still looks so good. So good. Dude's got a flaming sword, a flaming whip, and Gandalf is just being the biggest badass in the history of badasses, just standing his ground in the middle of this fucking bridge across a bottomless chasm, just like, come at me, bro. He's like, dude, mine's bigger. Yeah, my, you you fucking are a giant flaming demon boy. Well, fucking come check this shit out. It's so goddamn cool, and I love it. Yeah. It is really good. I did really enjoy this. But, like, the hobbits are sobbing. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? No. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. I, it like, was really sad. Oh, my God. When they leave, yeah, as they leave and this, the music and the sound drops out and it's basically yep. just like. Sound design oh is so God. good. They, yeah. yeah, all the sound cuts, they, like, you get that uh, scene of Boromir. Uh, is he picking up? He's Mary up, and Pippin, he's and then up one like, of them, but he's like, let them. He's hold, He's mourn. actually holding back Gimli. Gimli's trying to like run back into the mines to fight because he's Gimli, uh, and yeah, he's like holding him back for a minute, like yeah, and it's just like yeah, and then you know, Aragorn's like, hey, we gotta, we gotta get up, we gotta keep moving, and Boromir's like, just give him a minute, you know, for pity's sake, and. Everyone's like, no, dude. It's just, oh my god, that scene still crushes me to this day. Like, it's it so is really sad, and I feel like it's Sam's poor, like, sweet little face that does it yes. the most yeah, for me. I'm dude. like, no, yeah, yeah. dude. They loved Gandalf. You got to remember, like, Gan- they've known Gandalf for a long time. Like, you know, he's visited the Shire. Like, this isn't just like, hey, we lost a member of the Fellowship. This is like, 
he's their dude for the hobbits yeah and i just feel like with sam especially he like made that promise to gandalf to Mm -hmm. keep his word and stay by frodo's side and now he's gone and not like that you know deters sam's promise in any way but he it just it it hits him really hard definitely yeah hit hit frodo really hard too which i don't like that he was being a little emo bitch by himself, but <laughs> yeah, it I is mean, what it is. He's crying. He's emotional, Mal. Yeah. Come I, on. I, know, I know, I know. People I know. handle their shit differently, but like, <laughs> still, Frodo's a bitch. <laughs> oh, you guys, you two. What am I gonna do with you? <laughs> um, but yeah, Aragorn says they gotta keep moving. They gotta keep it pushing, and um, and they and they do. They they move on. Yeah, yeah. scene rules. Yeah, the Mines of Moria are a fucking wild ride. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the best section of the movie? For me, definitely. Yeah. Like, basically from the scene on the mountaintop where they then go into the mines, like, that entire section is is the part that always sticks out to me as, like, I, li- I love this movie. I like a lot of parts of it, but this everything through Moria, like, we get the incredible conversation with Frodo and Gandalf. We get the sick first, first like big battle with the fellowship in the tomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, you know, the fucking, you get the crazy emotional high of like him fighting this Balrog and being a badass to then only fall. So, and then just the emotions like just crash down on you when, you know, you're weeping basically because of the music. Yeah, and, seriously. Like, the feels and yeah. So a little bit of, a little bit of lore talk for Mal. the The Balrog is a is a Maya, right? You already went past what I know, brother. <laughs> a Maya, a Maiar. Maiar, yes, Maiar. Yes. Uh, it's not a Mayan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe we should. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't think we get in that. Feed deep. some stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Cool stuff though. So so before before we get to kind of the the climax. Well, I mean mm. it's hard to even call the hillside sequence the climax because of what we just fucking saw. Right. You but, know, I before we recorded tonight, I was actually given a lot of thought to like the structure of this movie and I feel like it's very unique. It's almost you could almost split this up into three kind of mini movies. Right. Like you have the build up at the beginning to what could be basically a climax of, you know, the the hilltop and then the running from the Nazgul. And then you wind back down, you get the build up through um, you know, uh forming the fellowship and all that stuff at uh Rivendell to the climax of Moria. And then you wind back down, you have the stuff in the forest with Gladriel and stuff to the big climax of the battle at the end. And it's just, I think it's such an interestingly structured movie. They have to get through so much material, um, but to me, it's just it's just done so well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so before we get to the the third climax, yeah, uh, everybody loves a good third <laughs> oh, climax. <I> love... <laughs> My favorite climax is the second. <laughs> uh our our squad uh, meets up with Galadriel, and by the way, is Galadriel? The one who does is is she the narrator of yeah. the opening sequence? It sounds like her. Or is it Arwen? It's definitely it her. is Gladriel. No, it's definitely Gladriel. Okay, okay. And she is one of the original 
Yes. Yes, you three see L's, her right? in the, the, the opening yes. sequence, getting the mm-hmm. ring. Right. Okay. Definitely. Cool. So, so yeah, there's a little bit of interesting stuff there, right? Yeah. Um, my uh, first thoughts on her was she's speaking to these people, like you and I are speaking to each other, like Scott and I are speaking to each other, but she's also speaking to them telepathically at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool stuff. What the fuck? What? She's How? creepy. I mean, it's just elf, yeah, magic. elf magic. Don't ask. Okay. Yeah, okay. Elf magic. It's because magic. Got it. Yeah. Um, but also, um, we get this really cool sequence with her and Frodo um, where she tells Frodo to look into the mirror. Mm-hmm. And he asks her, you know, what will I see? And she's like, bitch, I don't know. It's different for everybody. Right. And he looks in there and he just sees death. And destruction yeah. and like the chaos. Shire being destroyed, basically. Um, like hobbits and as slaves, it's bad stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really fucked. And um, she tells him after he, you know, finishes seeing what he saw in the mirror, um, he, you know, is freaked out, obviously. And she says, I know what you saw. Um, that's what will happen if you don't destroy the ring. It is imperative that you destroy this ring. It right. has to be destroyed. Um, and he has a moment of weakness where he, again, is just like, I don't want to fucking do this. Right. And yeah. offers it up to her, which is, I feel, it's annoying. But it's also like, you know, this is a, is a natural thing. Right. You, like, yeah. you're appreciating it for what it is. Like, yeah. Th- like, he's fucked up about he's it. He's struggling. Like, yeah. He is very much yeah. struggling with this this task. See, it's because it's because we have empathy you and I know. Uh, Scott is not capable of that. He does not appreciate no, he that is. people feel Just things. For... No? <laughs> Scott is capable of empathy only nah. for characters that he wants. He has selective true. empathy. I have selective empathy. That's actually very true. Yeah. It's terrible. You're, also, you're a, a horrible robot. person, Scott. I'm, no, I'm just a robot. I'm an emotionless <laughs> automaton. <laughs> He's actually AI, guys. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, But... Um, he offers the ring to Galadriel and she's like, you should not do that. Um, and, but then she has a moment of weakness herself. I could rule and everyone would love me and everyone would, would bow down to me and be in in despair. And her whole essence changes. She looks terrifying. Yeah. But then snaps out of it which is very impressive Mm -hmm. um and is like no yeah Yeah. she resists this this is this is the this is the only part well aside from the the sea creature this is the only part of the movie that i think looks dated like when when she goes through that uh you just said bilbo's face looks well too okay this is like a full like a full-on like sequence like the, the whole like everything white and like the the really high contrasty thing i do like i rewatched that and i'm like that looks a little listen bitch this movie is 20 years i know i know i know i know but look we we keep talking about areas that hold up really well look i'm gonna gonna go both ways and and fucking play both sides of the field you know oh yeah per use (laughs) per (laughs) use offense and defense over here uh yeah okay fine fair enough fair enough it, it look. I mean, do you guys agree? Like, it does look pretty rough, right? 
I, or am I just being a selective bitch? I, I personally think it does look dated, but I'm also um, watching it for the first time. I'm watching it for the first time, one, yeah. but also like I, I'm very quick to point out CGI fuck ups. Yeah. Um, and pretty much anything. Sure. Um, like uh, some of the CGI and like prequels and shit. Yeah. Mm. For Star Wars yeah, and stuff, I'm like, some of this stuff yeah. looks bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Anyway, so. listen, it, it, it does what it needs to. It gets the message across. Right. She she resists the temptation of the ring, which is impressive. So uh, anyway, that that is cool. So did you have anything else for that? For that, that was section? pretty much okay. it. That's all I got. So the fucking uh, our squad gets to the to this hillside and and shit starts popping off. I This is so you said, I mean, obviously, Minds of Moria are, is probably the staple of the movie. But for some mm-hmm. reason, when I think of this movie, I think of this part, like this, this. Back yeah, section. yeah. This, this is what I think this. Of. This used to be like my favorite part in the movie, like when I when I first saw it as like a kid. Uh, but like, I think as time grew on, I grew more of appreciation for Moria. But I mean, this sequence is still amazing. Um, real quick, if you want to talk about call out shitty visuals according to you mm-hmm. how cool do those fucking statues look when they're on the boat though oh, like that part so that the part trolls, is right? visually the what? rad the trolls, as fuck. right no 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 the oh oh the sasuke Naruto. yeah oh my god the fight location no no don't ruin this for me no <laughs> Uh, oh, it's I so funny. hate you both. It's uh, no. it's it's Madara and uh, um, Hashira, Hashirama, Hashirama. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, no. So I said that too. Funny. I was it's the like, Aragorn dude, ass. I didn't know I was watching Naruto. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you see those statues and you're like, well, there's gonna be a good fight. Hey. Trust me, I've seen this before. <laughs> I hate you. Dude, so he's much. so pissed. <laughs> I'm oh so my gosh! Anyway, but, but yeah. yes, the hilltop, hillside battle, hillside yes. battle, good stuff. Um, so uh, we open up, and Frodo is—he's distressed. Oh, okay. Um, Frodo is distressed. <laughs> just deep throated his mic for our listeners. I know. for no reason God. whatsoever. Um, but Frodo is is in distress and he's trying to take some time by himself. But um, Boromir finds him, and um, once again is is being seduced by the power of the ring, and basically attacks Frodo, and is yeah. like, "Give me the ring, I can you know I can use it, right, to end this um, as like leverage, and." Frodo puts it's not it a on. good look for our boy. Boromir. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, Frodo. Galadriel even told Frodo straight up. She's like, he's gonna try and take the ring from you. Like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. 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 Um, Frodo puts the ring on and pieces out. And this time he actually does move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way to learn your lesson, Frodo. <laughs> um, that that's called character development, people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He leveled up. <laughs> Third time's a charm. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, so he he moves on, and Boromir is almost like instantly regretful yeah. of the fact that he that he attacked Frodo, and he's you know asking for him, like looking for him. Um, Frodo takes off and goes to another location, and is found by Aragorn. Um, Hot ass Aragorn. Yes, and um, you know. 
Aragorn is very um, astute in his observations and can tell mm-hmm. that Frodo is under distress. Um, they talk it out and uh, Frodo is like, can you protect me from even yourself? Because mm-hmm. Aragorn tells him, you know, I swore to protect you. Like, that's I'm just trying to do that. Well, can you protect me from even yourself? Um, at this point, the, the ring starts to call out to Aragorn. Um, and um, at first, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, um, Aragorn is going to get, is like being seduced by this ring right now. Right, right. Um, but he goes over there and he closes Frodo's hand around mm-hmm. the ring. And it's he's a good scene. And he's good like, scene. I would follow you into the fire of Mordor. Um, it's good shit. And I'm like, hell fucking yeah. Dude. This guy's the fucking goat. I love this guy. Dude, my boner for Aragorn is, <laughs> and his fucking butt chin, it is dude. absurd, dude. You know, I was just thinking actually, like as much as I have defended Frodo uh, through this podcast, he tries to give this ring away like 16 different times in this yeah. movie. He's like, Gandalf, here, take it. He's like, Galadriel, here, take it. Aragorn, you want it? Some random dude on the street. Hey, you want this ring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, he he just says, um, I would I would have followed you into the fires of Mordor, but um, I understand that, you know, you need to take this by yourself. It's yeah. something that y- you, you are realizing that you need to take it by yourself. Um, and Frodo asks him to protect protect the others. And at this time, um, Aragorn uh, notices that Frodo's sword is blue. Um, and we know what that means. Um, Aragorn tells him to to run. Nice bluish hue. Oh, in my plums. Down in my plums. Yeah, Aragorn can fill the orcs down in his plums. <laughs> Yeah, he can. <laughs> um, so anyway, orcs uh, start to to file on in, and Aragorn squares up. Oh hell yeah, he does. God, dude. he is. This fight scene going off. rips ass. Yes, he is going off. Um, there's a apparently a king orc. No, well, no. So they're they're Urukai. Urukai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like, and he's uh, just the leader. He's not the king. He's just like there. Yeah, he's just like the the platoon captain. leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The captain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're just they're just like a like a version of orc that are bred specifically for battle. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so are they like? And they can also move in sunlight, which is something orcs can't do. Right. Like yeah. They can't be out in sunlight. They do mention that. I forgot to write yeah. that down. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so anyway, this guy, the Urukai, tells the Horde to go find Frodo, and he stays back to, to fuck shit up. Um, the squad shows up and joins in. Legolas is sharpshooting left and right, looking like a fucking yeah, badass. Is. Yeah, he fucking is. Um, God, he's so hot. <laughs> shit. <laughs> God damn it. it it's, it's Orlando Bloom that does it for you? Dude. Over Vigo Mortensen? Really? I it's John have... Reese Davies that does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a crush on Orlando Bloom since Pirates of the Caribbean, though. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. fair. You know, fair I, I think I think that's that's Amanda's tea right there too. Gosh, yeah. God, he does See, it. For it's me. it's so funny because 100%. like, 
like you know like us guys think like oh it's the rugged fucking burly ass dude that like that's the guy you know that's just what we're into you know <laughs> like that, that's just what we like and then it's like the fucking pretty ass guy that pretty oh, ass well, elf yeah. yeah my husband is a burly well that's fair. manly yeah. man yeah dylan is so i mean I, he's a bear i'm no i you know i am a very uh very um you take all applicants. You know, I'll, I'll take anything. Yeah, you play both sides of the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, uh, so Mary and Pippin actually do something good for once, and they distract the orcs while Frodo runs. So they see Hell Frodo yeah. dipping the fuck out. They realize, okay, this guy is is fuck, fucking leaving, um, right. and they realize, okay, he has to leave. We're gonna help. So they distract the orcs and they do a good job. They do a really good job of that. Um, Gimli is fucking shit up. Boromir comes in to save Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh, his epic entrance to save them is so ballsy. It is so good. good. It is really, really good. And then we hear Boromir blowing the horn of Gondor and the squad runs to go help. It's it's such a good fucking scene, man. If only the fucker had taken his shield with him. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. King Ogre fucking shot Boromir. <laughs> yeah, that fucking bitch. He was like Bitch move. He was like, get out of my swamp. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and then I, I said, but he keeps on fighting, so he's still, you know. <sighs> You know, slicing people down. He's still fighting. He's still trying to protect the the two hobbits. Um, and then he shot him again. He gets shot again. It's only a flesh wound. And yeah. then again, he gets shot three times. Do you know how hard it would be to swing a sword with arrows in your chest and shoulders? No, I don't. Holy fucking, fucking baller! Shit. He's not just a boy. Uh, <laughs> I, I can this also be my favorite part of the movie along with the Balrog part because I love this shit. It's so because Boromir was like my favorite character when I watched this movie like back in the day, and he probably still is. I love Boromir to death. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I you like are such I like a fucking slime ball. No, dude, listen. I like my conflicted flawed I was characters. I say he like he uh he I think he's mentioned before that Jamie is like one of Jamie his, Lannister. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this I mean, is Jamie favorite is favorite Bormir as well. is the Jamie Lannister of this movie for sure. But and Jamie that's, that's Jamie becomes favorite. such a likable character because you see a true long like flushed out transition, right? Like Eventually, change. yes. Which yes. But I mean, I loved him long before that, so. Time. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I won't um, get into that. I'm not even gonna get on that fucking soup soapbox. <laughs> Did um, you say soup? Soupbox. Soupbox. <laughs> soupbox. <laughs> hey, Chef Boyardee. Um. So, um, Mary and Pippin are taken by the horde. I'm sad about this, actually. <laughs> what you hate? I them. thought you don't. I like know. Them. I know. But then but like, you sad. realize that like you're I'm not like gonna oh laugh no anymore. But I don't want like they're stupid. But I don't want them to be, get hurt. Well, I just okay, don't want well, them to be there. Well, they have they need to go armor. home. They're they're main, they need they're, a they're, home. They're, they're side main characters, right? They're, yes. they're support characters. They have some level of plot armor. Yes. 
So they'll be okay, obviously. Well, I don't know. You don't know uh, that. I mean, I, eh. Boromir literally just got murked, so. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. Um, but um, at this point. Uh, and Gandalf shit. Yeah, shit. Oh, my God, yeah. Fucking all right. Oh, my Gandalf. God, yeah. Did you just now remember she, that that happened? Yeah. Did you just realize, remember, <laughs> that multiple people have died in this movie? Dude. <laughs> I can't I can't talk about it right now. I can't. Um, but um the Urukai is about to shoot fucking Boromir again. Fuck. But Aragorn s- swoops. And his butt. Zach's favorite word. Swoops. Swoops, swoops on in uh swoops to save the, the day. And he fights the Urukai and eventually cuts off both his arm and his head. Holy fuck. fuck. Yes. Yeah, dude. Um that Aragorn fight is, is brutal. such a baller, dude. dude. The bad, yeah. the baddest of the bad. Um, at this point, uh, Boromir uh, confesses to Aragorn that he attacked Frodo and is asking for forgiveness. Um, I said, "This is this is sad." Um, Aragorn so swears to protect their city and their people. Boromir agrees. Wow, this is really fucking sad. Um, Boromir, Boromir calls. <laughs> this is so sad. Oh Boromir God. calls him his brother, captain, and his king. Oh my God! And I wrote Dude. down, "I'm fucking crying, y'all. This is <laughs> fucked up." It's so good. Dude, Boromir's redemption at it's the end of this movie so is chef's sad. kiss perfect. It's so good. Look it's at so you sad. using uh, hip slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Chef's what I do. Kiss. That's all I do is the hip slang. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's lit, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's that's some heavy stuff, man. It's Boromir. See, I didn't like Boromir when I was a kid. Nah, I when I first him. watched this, I mean, but I, I feel like I fell into the trap of like, like, uh. You, you go with the good guy, right? Like I like sure, I yeah, like yeah. I liked like the safe person, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, I liked you're, Aragorn. You're a safe, normy, shitty person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> and like I, I definitely like can appreciate it now. I mean, Boromir's arc is incredible, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I do like it a lot. And also, it's it's fucking Sean Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's oh it's so good. I I, love it. I do have I do have a Zach fact about Sean Bon. Okay. Uh, so Sean Bean, uh, this actually was back in like the Rivendell thing, but <laughs> this is absurd. By the way, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Sean Bean swears and insists that he was not actually in New Zealand. On the day that they shot the scene where the fellowship deports or deports departs from <laughs> Rivendell. What? He says that he must have been digitally added to the shoot. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, dude. This guy's like, nope, wasn't me. I this wasn't there. This is the most random Zach Fackett. Why is he even like talking about that? That's not me, bro. I wasn't there. <laughs> Check the tapes. Dude, it's Check the tapes. I think that is so funny. This is pulled from the IMDb like movie facts. Okay. Like, I mean, sure. I, so obviously everything you read on the internet is true, of course. But like obviously, it seems legit, yes. you know? Like Okay. 
Fair enough. That is absurd. It's so just funny, more dude. adding to the legend that is Sean Bean. Yeah, dude. Sean fucking Bond. Uh yeah, man. So that hillside battle. Oh, and then okay. So let's let's wrap this up. So so yeah. Frodo, and, Frodo Sam, and Sam. Peace the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. We get a good we do get a good scene with great. Sam waiting yeah, great waiting scene through, with Sam. waiting through the water. Mm-hmm. It's he is it's really good. So good. He Sam is, is so the best. sweet. Sam He's is incredible. the fucking MVP of he everything is such always. A, a good friend and like I love that he keeps his word and he's like I promised Gandalf that I would not leave you. I'm going with you no matter what you say. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And sure. this isn't like the first time he's even done that too. Like yes. very early in the movie like he just lost sight of Frodo for 10 seconds and freaks the fuck out. So yeah, like, and that like cornfield or whatever. Right. It's it's always been important to him, but I feel like now especially now that gandalf is gone like this this promise holds like you know even more special meaning for right him. yeah right. it's good stuff man sam is yeah. the best everybody needs a sam in their life go get you a sam Dude, sam is incredible um and i said um it's a really sweet and sad moment and i'm just like god damn this fucking movie why am i crying over this shit <laughs> uh i'll tell you why it's because it's fucking good it hell really yeah good. it's it because it's fucking good, good. But yeah, and then um, the squad agrees to go look for Merry and Pippin, and Sam and Frodo are going off on their own trek, um, and it looks like they're going to be traveling over some type of canyon-type lands- landscape, some like yeah. uh, rocky area. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, we basically have our you know, marching orders for, for the second movie, right? Yes. Like you, you kind of have some direction of where it's going. Mm-hmm. After that, um, kind of split into two groups basically yes. at this point. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I, it's, it's, hopefully this doesn't steer your opinion, but the fact that the, that the fellowship gets split up, I just, I get so sad anytime I have yeah, to watch the, the, the Frodo stuff because I don't like Frodo, right? You like, like Sam. I do like Sam, yeah, but like dude, Frodo's Sam's leading, and I just know that in the next movie, like you know, you obviously know they're in two separate groups. Anytime it gets back to like Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli, I'm like, yep, this is it. This is the fucking movie right here. So, fuck Frodo. <laughs> yeah, way to not lead her at all. But. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. Sorry, I have a I have a habit of doing that. I do that with you, Scott, on the Harry you Potter do. show. It's so. True. But so that is that's the movie. That's Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. Yeah. What? I mean, how how did you feel when it was done? I would. I currently am feeling. Okay, so what the fuck because uh, <laughs> yes. Frodo, has, Frodo has already said on multiple occasions that he does not know how to get to Mordor right and he just peaced out on all of the people who do yeah Sam's got a Garmin don't worry about it <laughs> Yeah, dude. Do people still know what Garmin's are? It took dude. me a second to remember what the fuck is a Garmin. Well, remember he's like ten years older than us. I'm so. like I a know. billion years old, dude. Garmin's he's a Maiar. Shit. God damn it, Zach. Uh, he's a Horcrux. Yes, he, he is you, a Horcrux. You bring up a very interesting point. How are they gonna find their way? Yeah. Now? Do they have like a Dora map? What is gonna go on here? 
Who could say? A little bit of razzle-dazzle. A little bit of razzle, a little bit of dazzle, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, my next question is, um, like, I, I just, I don't, like, is Gandalf really dead? Is he really dead? Uh, I mean, do you really want the answer to that? No. Yeah, you don't I mean, want the I answer I mean, I do, but don't tell well, me. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll have to finish the series to figure that out. I just, I need him to not be dead, because what the fuck are these guys going to do without Gandalf? I mean, Gandalf? dude, like, look, man, you're here, the heroes never have it easy, you know? True. Like, you just, you, you gotta, gotta roll with the, the punches. The dude literally fought an ancient demon. I know. Badass. What a baller. What a Balrog! What a damn it! <laughs> I love how he straight up tells Aragorn he's like, "Hey, take him out of here. Uh, you're fucking sores. You think you're cool? You think you're hot shit? You just killed a troll, whatever. Uh, yeah, they're fucking useless. Yeah. yeah, useless against this thing. Yeah, yeah, he's so cool. Oh God, yeah, he was so cool. So look i mean i'm i know that you should probably reserve your final judgment till you finish the series but i mean you feel like this is starting off on the right foot i like it um hell yes i um we won we this was so much easier for for us than it is for me with you (laughs) i mean it starts off with a fucking incredible movie so um what's not that difficult i really i really I want to say um, that I'm I'm typically not an action movie person. Sure. Mm. Um, I definitely uh, like, and I think my favorite scenes or my favorite parts of this movie definitely tend to err on the side of like conversations or yeah. where yeah. lore is sure. being built up. That's the stuff that I really enjoy. Um, sure. But with that being said, I still really enjoyed. All the, the action, action se- yeah, the action because they're great because they're because they're, they're dramatic action. Like you get but yeah. they're character not, moments in the middle of action, right? And they're not like so drawn out to where I'm like, we've been fighting, right, for forty five right. fucking minutes. Right, I can't. It's do not this like anymore. John Wick <laughs> or Mad Max <laughs> or Matt. Shut. Well, hey. I, mean, you, you I, know, I know, I know, that, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But yes, like Mad Max, yes, like that. Mad Max is you, a, you almost a, a two-hour film of just <laughs> of just fighting. Yeah, no. But that's dialogue. what. Never mind. We're not getting into this. Uh, <laughs> you do bring up a, a good point, Mal. About like, I feel like this movie does have an incredible balance of like, you know, the, the action sequences kind of come in short bursts, but it's really like the conversations, the emotional moments, the you know, the con- the the talk between Frodo and Gandalf in the mines that, that really stick out, you know, and really hit home. Yeah. Like more than even a lot of the action sequences do, but yeah, the action sequences are also still incredible, but you're right. They don't, I, I don't think they wear out their welcome. Like right. Anymore. And I do like that. They are all vehicles to get them somewhere else. They all, right. they're not action sequences for the sake of action sequence. Yeah, they are there yeah. to move. I mean, the it, story. it just, you know, we, we said this, at the beginning, like this, it's just it's so efficient. It like, is. They, it is really efficient. The, the I mean, obviously these movies are long, and yeah. just wait till you end up watching the extended editions at some point. Like they are long, but this is, I mean, what is it? Two, like two hours and thirty minutes? It's no, it's, th- it's three hours. It's three is hours. it three hours? Yeah, it's three hours. Okay. It's like two fifty eight. Okay, but still, I mean, okay, so three hours, we can have an entire new world set up nine fucking characters that are like 
major support characters well even fleshed more around out. that right yeah. uh battle scenes lore a fucking ass ton of lore yeah uh yeah i mean this movie is great like it's it has it's to do so a good. lot of heavy lifting and even though three hours is not a short amount of time for what they're trying to do i feel like it's it is a short amount of time you know what I'm oh saying? yeah oh yeah and oh, i yeah. feel like if it were drawn out and it were not done well these films would not be as beloved as they are right. by right. the For public sure. right yeah i mean it's not often that you have people who love a book series and then also love the yeah. movie series as right. well and i feel like it's pretty universally loved by book readers and just the movie watchers mm-hmm. as well so it yeah it, that's it, it's that's hard to do so you know definitely definitely good job to, to to the series so are you you're excited for for the second movie yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah the Hell two yes. towers and I think i've heard from multiple sources that that is like widely the consensus that that is their favorite film so i am looking really? forward to it almost everyone that i have asked like of the three, don't tell me anything, but of the three, which one is your favorite? The vast majority of my responses have been the second. Really yeah, yeah. I think I think for me it's – one and two go back and forth for me. So it, it, if two is my favorite, then it's it's two, one, three. It could be one, two, three, though. See, I feel, I feel like most people I've ever talked to always say three. For me, it's 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 always been one, um, Fellowship, the one you just watched. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there there are certain times like when I'm watching two and three, I'm like, no, yeah, this is the best one. I mean, they're all so good. It's yeah. so hard to choose. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. Yeah, honestly, it is really good. So, so. Uh, do you have a favorite character so far? Uh, yeah, I. Think that my favorite character right now is Aragorn. Frodo. <laughs> is who? <Stop>. Aragorn. <laughs> Aragorn. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's got to be Aragorn. Yeah. Aragorn. Vigo fucking Mortensen, dude. Uh, Scotty, who's your favorite character? In this movie or overall? In this movie. Let's go with that. Uh, Hugo Weaving. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what the uh, hell? <laughs> uh, no, I do adore Lord Elrod and He's his amazing. fucking eyebrows and his <laughs> just his perfect everything. Uh, it's Isildur. <laughs> uh, but it's it's definitely Boromir. It's definitely Boromir. Oh right, we should have known that. We oh yeah, known. I do. Honorable mention would be Boromir for sure. Boromir's uh, Gandalf would be a close second. Yeah, I think I think for me it's for this movie it's Aragorn then Gandalf. I think that's tough. They could they're interchangeable, tough, yeah. but it's yeah. it's it's one of the two. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, all the characters are so well drawn and given their own room to, like, have their niche. But, you know, it's it's, it's truly an incredible, like, character work on, on all fronts, honestly. Right. Uh, if Now, I, I do have uh, a couple Zach facts here about no, Viggo no. Mortensen. <laughs> if, if you didn't already... Uh, love the fuck out of Aragorn and Viggo Mortensen. Uh, here's a couple of things to to help kind of push you in the right direction. So, Viggo Mortensen, <laughs> he chipped a tooth while fighting a uh, excuse me while filming a fight scene. Uh, he wanted Peter Jackson to super glue it back, 
<laughs> so that he could finish the scene. But Jackson took him to the dentist on his lunch break, had it patched up, and returned to the set that afternoon. But just like, what a fucking baller, man. He is a baller. Yeah, um, yeah. Not only that, but I mean, because of this next one, uh, is probably why a lot of this is happening to him. Uh, he did his own stunts. Uh, he also insisted on uh, using only the real steel sword instead of a significantly lighter aluminum sword or a safer rubber sword, which were manufactured for battle scenes. So this guy was like, nah, bro. Uh, if we're going to do this thing, we're going to do it right. Okay, Tom Cruise. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, hey now. Hey now. You're a rock I feel star. like there's some shade in that <laughs> okay Tom Cruise there, and I will not stand. No, no, no. I was just saying because Tom Cruise does okay. all of his stunts. Cause, okay, cause, all right, fair enough. And Tom Cruise also has fucked up teeth. Does Vigo Mortensen have fucked up teeth? Well, you said that he took a tooth. Oh, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. Y'all he don't know about yeah, the Tom Cruise thing? dummy. What? Y'all don't know about the Tom Cruise teeth thing? No. You should Google it. His teeth, like the like left uh, like front tooth, uh-huh. is in the center of his face. Face oh. and like all of the teeth are just shifted over. It's <laughs> so strange. I and once it. you see it, you can't unsee it. I think you're looking at something photoshopped. No. He has a perfect smile. He's perfect. Uh, you would think. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, he's not perfect. He's a Scientologist weirdo, but his movies are great. Yeah. Um, all right. The last one here is that uh, Bob Anderson, who was a uh, he's a veteran swordmaster. Uh, and the trainer for uh, for sword fighting on set, he legitimately said Vigo Mortensen is the best swordsman training I have ever trained ever in all of my years of doing this. Wow! Hell yeah! Vigo Mortensen took this shit seriously, crazy. man. He's such yeah, a baller. God damn, yeah. he's cool. He's, he's so cool fucking well. rad. That is really anyway. Cool. So that is Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Now, oh I'm boy, so glad. what a journey. So glad that you uh, came out of this with a positive note. Um, this is so much more fun when the person digesting this content is enjoying it, unlike <laughs> fucking dipshit Scott over Or here. when they're not a complete and total asshole. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mal, you're actually pretty nice. Aww. And uh, Yeah, it was super Thanks. fun having you on. Oh, thank uh, you guys for having me. I'm, I'm very excited to, to talk about two and three with you guys. Yeah, I think Hell it's going to be yeah. right. So keep an eye out. Next week, we're going to be jumping into Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers uh, for Mal's first watch of that movie ever. I'm very excited for that. Um, if you haven't already, go hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. And we still have merch for sale. Uh, we still have some bitchin' shirts. They're nice and soft. Some hoodies. Mal, you're rocking the hoodie right now. Nice and soft. Super comfy, y'all. Uh... Yeah, pick some stuff up. It's the holidays. Treat yourself. Buy a gift for somebody. Do something nice like that. Give us your money. Yeah, basically give (laughs) us your money. Hey, Mal, none of that, okay? Buy one for your grandma. I am not getting any of the proceeds. I meant give my friends your money. There you go. Uh, Yeah, Mal. Quit trying to take our money. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a thief. There you go. Uh, Yeah, definitely buy your grandma a shirt and uh, be sure to tell her to listen to the show because she would love it. And that's going to do it for us. We will see you guys next week. Bye.